0: BLOB TALK RADIO
1: Right.
2: are sick.
3: Right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to uh, our hijacking of Anti-Crisis 73 and NCAP Dalek's uh, radio channel for a they've special Ended.
2: Yeah. <laughs> they officially have to, be, have to tweet that they've been hacked by Blue Vino.
1: Hacked by Blue Vino. Make sure you get on that, NCAP. Um, all right, so this is our extended episode. We've got, like, really however much time we want. So, uh, uh-oh, apparently we've got an echo going on. I don't even hear that on my end.
4: Hello. Who's got Hello. the echo? Can,
1: can you hear me?
0: Check I can hear you. Two, it's fine. Two,
1: two, two, two. Well, now you're doing it on purpose. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ah, shit. Okay, some of them are saying it's clear. It sounds like Glenn's got the echo. Man, they treat you like shit, Glenn. <laughs> oh, no, There's another one that says there's an echo. What the hell? It never happens on our free our free one. Is it on we you, you or is it on me? I don't know.
2: We're on both of us.
1: Oh wait, no. Oh. <laughs> Just pretend I guess it is. we're
2: broadcasting from the Grand Canyon.
1: Right. We are. Wait. We are, though. That's not a lie. Our special extended episode takes place in the Grand Canyon today. Hope everyone enjoys the scenic view. Oh, wait. This is radio.
2: Of the North Um, Rim. Shall I describe it to you?
1: (laughs) We're surrounded by Hualapai Indians, and they're not very happy that we're here.
2: (laughs) And there's a big glass bridge that doesn't go all the way over. It just, like, goes a little bit over. But you can look down. Scare the crap out of yourself, I guess.
1: Yeah, I heard it actually broke. Um, really? Like it's la- Well, it's laminated glass, so it didn't, like, burst into pieces. But, like, it did develop a crack, and people were like, oh, I'm getting the hell out of here.
5: I'm not
2: walking on that. <laughs> yeah,
1: no. So, But it shattered, like, car glass. Like how, like a front windshield, like if you're driving down the road and you hit with a rock and it hits hard enough that it shatters the whole thing. Yeah, that's what happened. Nice. But, uh, anyway, so like, all right, our main topic for tonight, um, amongst the many topics that we have, it was really hard to pick a main. I always have the hardest time picking a main topic because like most topics I want to talk about, I'm like, well, that doesn't seem like that big a deal. Maybe we should make so, that
2: the main topic. Picking a main topic.
1: Oh God, I don't think we could go on for very long with that. You could sidetrack me well, if,
2: if, but... if I was doing it, I would just like have like a, a wall full of like topics and darts. Right. We're going to talk about and I'd be like, oh, we're going to talk about aliens. <laughs>
0: Well tonight's you know me, uh, topic I'd
2: have, I'd have aliens written several times all around. So
1: that's not fair. That's not fair oh. at all.
2: You <laughs> never said it was going to be fair dude.
1: Right. So all right, the main topic I I decided would be about the new world order because um wow. just saying Don't those get me words fucking started Well, just saying those freaking words, though, makes you sound like a conspiracy theorist, which is bullshit, knowing how many, uh, like, presidents have said it um, and how many, you know, political talking heads have said it. How many, like Henry Kissinger today, um, or at least it was posted today, I don't know if he wrote it today, but he wrote um, this essay uh, on the assembly of a new world order. The concept that has underpinned the modern geopolitical era in, is in crisis. Like, hold up. Oh, It's in crisis? Hold up. So he, it's in crisis, <laughs> meaning it's already been acting. It's already been, like, going on, sort of, so to speak. And now he's like, I don't know if we're going to be able to pull this off. Help us out, folks. What? We keep getting... To- You Um, want to micromanage every
2: aspect of our lives and then you want us to help you micromanage every aspect of our lives. Um, Hey, uh, why not try leaving us alone and, you know, I don't know, spend that money to, like, feed poor people or, I don't know, build homes for people that don't have any or, I don't know, you know. Right. Stop invading other countries that really, you know don't want us there, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's there's a lot of shit we shouldn't be doing. But like, okay, hang on. I was I was looking for the part in the um the essay here. Uh, where was it?
2: That's so adorable. It's like oh, here, it's it high here it is. Here it is. He wrote yeah, an
1: here essay. It is. He wrote an essay. He's cute like that. Um yeah. Henry. Yeah. It's Kissinger. not even a thesis. should I read it? It's, should I read it's it like him?
2: Thesis. No. Wait, wait. It's not even a thesis. It's an essay. Okay.
0: Yeah. So
2: is, yeah. is it like is that like 1000 words or less or two A's? Uh, do, do do conjunctions count?
1: I don't I don't I have no answers to these questions.
2: Okay. All
1: right. But All right, you're not All gonna right. read um, the
2: whole damn essay, are you? No, 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 no. No, I had so a point sure to make about just, just
1: like the verbiage. Boring
0: as shit.
1: Well, I was gonna say, should I read it as Henry Kissinger? Because I was reading it today to myself, and in my head, I was doing Henry Kissinger, and I was fucking falling asleep reading.
2: Really? I I doubt that that your actual Henry Kissinger impression is as good as your. Imaginary Henry Kissinger impression,
1: well because yeah, like,
2: like the Morgan Freeman voice just happens in my head, although I can't do it out loud.
1: That's true. That's true. So, I would think that's the same with Henry Kissinger.
2: I don't know. I don't know. Uh,
1: let's see if I can pull it up. Uh, this effort to establish world order has uh, many ways. Okay, okay yeah, scratch yeah. that. That's bad, bad Right. Idea. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Let's no,
2: so it's out of right now.
1: <laughs> Imagine trying to read that in that voice in your head. You start to fall asleep really fast. It fucking sucks. But anyway, it's like so it says this effort to establish world order has in many ways come to fruition. Oh, I'm sorry folks, did you not know this? Apparently he's talking like we've already been doing this. Um a plethora so he, of independent, he
2: actually says that? He actually yeah, says yes.
1: oh
2: wait, repeat that phrase again.
1: This effort to establish what phrase? The one that I said? Yeah. I said, oh shit, what did I just say? (laughs) Oh, so apparently this has already been going on. This is already, we're, we're already there. Or at least that's the way he's talking. He said this effort to establish world order has in many ways come to fruition. So it's all over the place already. And and people have been called crazy for believing it, even though people like I don't know Henry Kissinger, who for the longest time has been known as one of the fucking assholes that's behind this shit. And what was he? He was driving what, like uh, fucking uh, Nixon's uh, political campaign and well, it shit. It
2: was before that. Like that. It was before that. I, it was when the oh, league was, just saying was like, formed. Yeah, I Which just wonder when to, to him, it
1: started.
3: It's
2: right. a precursor to the United Nations. So this kind of kind of crap has been going on an awful long time. You know.
1: Yeah. And then he goes on to say, a plethora of independent sovereign states govern most of the world's territory. Oh, like that's some, you know, wonderful thing. That's just great, isn't it? You mean a bunch of basically empires. Don't don't say a plethora of independent sovereign states govern most of the world's territory. Um Oh, but, uh, it so amazes this me is the that best part. you
2: use the word plethora correctly. <laughs> it really does.
1: Don't don't get into the three amigos yet. <laughs>
2: Would you say I have a plethora of? Would something? you say?
1: Do you know what a plethora is?
2: You no, know I don't know what a plethora, a plethora is.
1: <laughs> Fucking. Uh... Once again, you are angry at something <laughs> else. Okay,
4: I'll stop. I'm sorry. Don't All right, so,
1: hang on. He goes on. He goes on to say, "The spread of democracy and participatory govern—listen to this—the spread of democracy and participatory governance has become a shared aspiration, if not a universal reality." Uh, semicolon. Uh, global communications and financial networks operate in real time.
2: Participatory government governance, huh? Yeah. Um so so participatory as long as you can afford to participate. And uh don't even get me going on on you know because they they say they're world leaders. <laughs> they're supposed to be representatives, not leaders. Representatives, they're supposed to represent us. And uh currently I believe uh, we are at the highest level of Uh, public disapproval of government, so they are not representing us
0: at all. Right. And
2: then anytime anybody else tries to participate, you know, and correct the situation, which are obviously screwed, um, they make fun of them, or they they dismiss them, or they call them crazy, which is you know, like David Chappelle said, said uh, that's like one of the worst things you can do is just call somebody crazy because it's dismissive right um, so yes, yeah, that's him you know and his fucking pompous ass
1: yeah I've never liked that guy I've never fucking liked that guy um, let's see we've got two people who's been holding that pressed one since the show started I'm gonna try bring one on at a time one of them doesn't have a phone number the other one does um, so let's see who we got Anonymous. here. Maybe All right, who Paul are we speaking Anonymous? with? Hello? Hey, is this Brandon.
4: Welcome to the show.
1: Nope. Nope, who are
3: we Jared? talking with? <laughs> How's it going, guys? Gonzo.
2: Gonzo! What's going on, man? Yeah, right?
3: Up? Hey. Uh, not much, man. How are you guys? Pretty good.
2: Good. How are you enjoying the new so world order? What's that? How are how are you enjoying the new world order?
3: New world order. I don't know. I took the last. I took um, Memorial Day, the Labor Day off. I haven't. I haven't been by a computer or a television or anything until four hours ago.
1: That's good, you have to get away like that
3: well i i I will challenge anybody to do ninety days offline right, right, damn, ninety, 90 days, days. yeah, fuck, fuck the world, man, dead serious. I don't
2: think I have that much camping equipment <laughs>
3: <laughs> right you Shit, got you, ninety days you got half a pound of sour diesel. Right?
2: That, that'll just, uh, Yeah, that would last 90 days. <laughs> not back. Not yeah, back in the yeah. day. 10 years ago I would have been, no, that's not enough. But yeah, nowadays, nah.
3: yeah, sure. Oh, dude. Well, I you know, you get another you get another, I don't know, 6 ounces of wax, you'll make it.
4: <laughs>
3: nice. So, what are you guys discussing tonight?
4: Well, that's
2: why I asked you how how are you enjoying the New World Order, because uh, that's the main topic, is this this douchebag. What's his name? Well, Hi.
1: Henry his Kissinger. Which, which New World Order? How do you not know, know Henry Kissinger? Er, everybody fucking knows Henry Kissinger. Well,
3: Henry, Henry oh, is he, a 90-year-old he's dead dude. He's the dude. one
2: that wrote the essay?
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Dude, he's he's a
5: nice
2: world. PS2. I'm surprised that I I'm 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 just learning of this. That's that's funny,
0: right? Because
2: after I started waking up, I delved into everything that had to do with it. You know, I was like, well, where are they going with it? What are they trying to do? And what's what's the goal here?
0: Oh my and
2: God. you know, pretty much, it's like I hate it when fucking Alex Jones is right, but he's right. It's prison planet. It's you know, they want to shove everybody in the cities and cut off use of any type of
3: uh, rural land. And Okay, so who's on the panel tonight?
1: Who's on the panel? I don't have any, like, guests lined up that are specifically supposed to call in, if that's what you're asking.
3: No, no, no. I'm, who am I talking to now?
1: Who's on oh, the. Oh. Uh, oh, I get you, get you. Uh, this is Bo from Blue Vino. The other guy is Scott from Blue Vino. Scott. Yeah. We're band oh. and we do this for fun on Friday nights.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah. It's, it's just the anti crisis pro- radio. I you know, I've talked to I've talked to anti-crisis a lot, so just figured I'd pop right. in. Yeah,
5: yeah um right? sorry, I came we, we in had uh, to
0: show. <laughs> we,
3: we
5: got yeah, I let uh I let, me and uh Anti Crisis uh Blue Vino onto the show. Uh yeah. Now, how
0: that's good. Yeah.
1: What's
3: up? Did somebody have a seizure in the background? I don't know.
1: I'm wondering what the hell is going on back we, there. We might, we what do you mean? A, I'm not a having a seizure.
5: Drive. How's my uh, How's my sound?
1: No, your sounds oh, you sound. Oh, you sound fine. But there's somebody in the room that's having problems. It sounds like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not in my room. Nope. nope. Not, not I in my either. either.
2: Had a
3: <laughs> no, I'm in, the, no I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm in the VIP room of the titty bar, and I just get all the strippers out so I can talk to you. Oh. Nice. Nice. Oh,
2: hey. <laughs> I'm
3: honored. Hey it's, my room. Hey, it's my, hey, it's my room.
1: It's 600 bucks an hour, and I've got time to think. So what's going on, guys?
0: <laughs> right.
1: Doing good. Well, the the typical theme of our show being called uh well, we didn't even introduce, did we even say the name of the show yet? I don't think we have. Uh, it's normally it's called no, Sidetrack. And we didn't did the re-
2: it didn't have the intro and all that. We just played uh, right, we we played the song.
1: Oh, yeah, so the show's called Sidetrack. The idea is this. Uh Scott and I normally have these conversations on a regular basis and we fucking get sidetracked every time. So we just kind of said, yeah. well, what if we did a radio show like that? And we've been doing it for, I don't know, 90-something episodes. This is like 93 or 94. This is the first yeah. time we've had two hours, though.
2: Ah, gotcha. And, and the idea behind it is Bo tries to stay on the topic, and I try to get a sidetrack.
3: There you go. Which is but, which is uh, very easy. Oh, well, you know. Yeah. Was, yeah. The, the deck is stacked in shiny... his favor. Sure. No, no, that's no, that's all good. No, I've been offline since uh, Memorial Day.
2: That's a good thing. A, that's, no,
3: I I took the summer off. I took the summer off with a, a carload of drugs and a lot of like bonfires in the woods and shit. And I just popped back on tonight after ninety days to see, you know, outside of school shootings and other esoterica, of what I missed. Right. Right. So
4: what? What do you
0: think the final,
2: final fruition of the New World Order intends to be? What do you, what do you think their final goal is, if they accomplish their, their pyramid, you know?
3: Okay, there, there, there is no New World Order.
1: The New World Order. Kissinger seems to believe there is. No, 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 no,
3: no, 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 no. no. That's a ninety-year-old deluded Jew hanging out in a Manhattan penthouse talking a bunch of shit. So, right. dismissing dismissing Henry and and the the pyramid with the eye at the top. We don't have to go into we don't have to go into paranoia. The new world order is what we make of it because we are what is now. What is what what was is what was, and Henry Kissinger is is is. Christ, he's he's a dead man walking. He has nothing left to say. I don't think he's muttered much in the past five years. And you know, I mean, what do you want to talk about, Bilderberg? I mean,
0: well, pretty much.
2: I mean, they're they're at the root of it all. Um, the, no, the, the root uh, of it, the root of, the of the all council foreign Relations, uh, the UN. Um, that type of thing. What What do you think the the ultimate goal is? That's that's I, that's what I'm concerned with. What is their okay. ultimate
3: goal? Their ultimate goal is they have no power. We have all the power. They have nothing. They have a bunch of media outlets. So what? So what? So they're going right. to tell your parents. They're going to tell your parents what to think. What do you, What do your parents make a difference? We make a difference. It's what the new world order is our world order and what we make of it. What they might have made of it is past.
2: Right? Yeah, I've said, no. I've said that before. It's not, it's well, not no, a new not. world order. It's an old world order, and it's not going to be able to keep up. It's dead, know? dude. It's just,
3: stale posture. It's, it's like The old simple pasta. fact
2: that the technology itself is so fast that it's passed them by. You know, a lot of these guys that are, that are, uh, you know, uh, at like at Bilderberg, the last Bilderberg they had, um, they had these guys come in and they had like just stacks and stacks and stacks of paper. And because the, dude, the reason they have these stacks of paper is because they feared their privacy, which the I new thought world was order. laughable. I thought it was laughable that these are the guys that want to get into everybody else's privacy, yet they value their own so much that they probably killed fucking a forest full of trees to write everything down on paper. And all this stuff is being found out anyway.
1: I'll say this. I'll I'll say
3: this, and, and then I'll let you guys go back to your conversation. There is no New World Order, unless it's the New World Order that we make it there is no new world order based on the premise that it's the crew that you're talking about. They don't mean anything. They can talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. And it's all a bunch of dry sand through an hourglass. We, we make the new rules. So assuming that there are now no rules, what you guys, what I'll leave you with this. Cause I can't talk very long. I'm, I'm very, very, very tired, but, discuss this. If there's a new if there's anything. a new world order and we can make it, how are we going to start it from scratch? Because they're done. They're they're useless. Right. And even discussing their shit, honestly, you're just giving credence to a dead issue. It's it's expired meat. There's nothing left. So I will leave you this before I go. How would you guys like to build a new world order based on what we're gonna do? Because we are the future. They're nothing. They don't mean anything to us. Fuck them and the horse they rode in on. So you guys discuss what it would take to make New World. I'll listen in, um, but I've got to run. I just wanted right. to say that I, I those, to say that this, this premise, I bless you for having it, but it's stale. So drop it and move on to what we're going to do and what we should be doing and let's build from that and uh you know i'll call back in next week and we'll go from there but oh, drop, right, drop, right. drop what you're doing get, because this get, is get, real those, shit. get those strippers
2: back in there before some old man in sweatpants comes in
3: i i have to because there's like 12 bottles of stoli elite that can't aren't going to get drunk by themselves but you boys have a good <laughs> night you guys have all a good right, night all right you too man yeah. you know we'll talk soon all right all right dude Later. Hey,
2: these guys. I like right, I like his idea of, of just drop it, you know.
3: Right,
0: just, right.
2: Just, you know, anybody who likes Henry Kittinger oh, anyway? we're right. gonna bring in for this new. You know, just stop listening to those people, and you know, move on, and because yeah, you know, but because technology's moved so fast. Um, there's no way they're going to get a handle or control over the Internet. They've proven time and time again they can't. They keep
1: threatening. They keep making threats.
2: Well, because they can't even access the damned Internet, you know? So half of them don't even know how to log in to whatever it is that they're afraid of. (laughs)
0: so...
2: So I like his idea, you know. And like Morgan Freeman was famous for, you know, to end racism. Stop talking about it.
1: Yeah, I've said that for a while. Like yeah. the the folks that uh the folks quit, that quit. Uh, were supposed victims of Michael Richards' uh racist ranting. They they believe themselves to be victims and so they go home and they say to their children and they were on the news thing explaining the story. I had to go home to my child and explain to them what they did. And that was when I was like, whoa, 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 why did you have to explain to your child what they did? How come you couldn't have, I don't know, just either dropped it and been like, whatever, racism's his bag, not mine. Why did you yeah, have to blow it times, into something else?
2: A, a lot of times, you know, especially like Twitter has taught me this. There are times where you look at somebody saying something to you on Twitter and you've got to go, Oh, okay, I'm just not going to respond to that and I'm going to move on. And
1: <laughs> Yeah, that happens. That does happen.
2: You know, because there, I can already tell by what this person's saying, there's not going to be any convincing him of, or her of anything. And hey, that's, not, that's not why I'm
5: here. That's, you know.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> I think Ann Capdale is trying to say something. What's up, dude?
5: We got Brandon on the line. It is uh, number 617. We are going to get to Brandon.
3: Hey, okay. Brandon, what's up? Not okay. much, dude. Good you so far.
1: Where have you been? Uh, You're late, bro.
3: No, I was in the He's queue. He's not late.
1: He's been here since the beginning. I just got to the other guy first because I never recognized the number.
3: Right, and I agree with that, and that was, that was good. However, I have to okay. be okay. okay, you
2: get a hall pass today.
3: Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. First of all, just a couple of few things. Um, the Kissinger thing—that was a great impression, by the way. <laughs>
0: Thank you. <That's
3: like, laughs> he's been one of these guys that lets out secrets. He doesn't give a. yeah
0: blood
3: belt things uh, here now? Like I can't let Juan Someone has a baby crying or something.
1: Um, I don't know what there. that is. It sounds like something crazy is going on in the background. Is that you, Dalek? What's going on at your place? He did, place? He did he write, write it
6: getting it's swatted. Uh,
5: not really. It's the kids in the background playing lots of Minecraft. Oh,
2: oh right, right.
1: Ignore the Minecraft, folks. Continue, Brandon.
3: All right, so he did write that in the in foreign affairs a few months ago. Uh, about a new world order. He mentioned it again. You're right. Bush has said it. And it actually goes all the way back to Greece and Rome. Uh, Caesar said the same exact thing. Um, No shit. Oh, yeah. And um, you want to talk about NWO, okay, the new world order, and how people think it's bullshit and it's not something that's real. And it's just, I mean, I like that concept. But look at the back of the dollar, dollar bill. What does it say? New World Order, Novus Ordo Socorum, okay? Right. That concept has been a concept for thousands and millennia of years, I mean, thousands of years. So, the fact that, oh, is there a new world? Of course there is. There always has. It's a never-ending story. And I agree with that guy, but... To some extent, but I don't think that oh we just make this up in our head. So therefore, um, it's not going to be a police. It's not going. It's that. It's going to somehow magically stop the police state from coming to fruition. Okay, that's that's my point. You know. Well,
1: we've already got. We're already at the very. Well, I don't even know. Aren't we pretty much a police state as it is?
3: No, I
2: think we're past police state, and it's pretty much in in a lot of cities. It looks like a standing army. Yeah. It doesn't look like a police force. It looks like a standing oh. army.
3: Right.
1: Militia.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. All right. I saw a video uh, today
1: of this uh car full of people who got pulled over for something and they start the recording after they've been pulled over and it's like five guys in a in like a Toyota Camry or something. And the dude that's in the he's there's a guy riding bitch in the back. And um he is the one recording the video, and he sounds completely stoned. Uh, so it's a little bit funny at the same time that it's uh, disturbing, just because of his reactions are extremely slow, really slow. <laughs> I mean, like, a guy will get pulled out of the car, and he'll be like, what? And I'm like, really? The guy is already being beaten by the time you finish your what? Yeah. But, uh so, like, they, they pull another guy out, they pull the driver out, and then another cop comes over with his gun drawn, pointed at, at everybody in the car, and he, the cop says to the, the guys in the car, you know, I will put a cap in your ass so fucking fast, or something along those lines. And that never used to be the case, and in fact, that would be like a fireable offense for a police officer many, many years ago. Now it's Yeah, because he, cause he just
2: threatened people, threatened to shoot people. If I threatened to shoot people, I'd go to jail.
1: Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. This is common now. This is normal. This is the new normal.
2: You know. Well, it's like, I I saw that article. That's why I made that comment about somebody getting swatted. Um, there's a game company that was uh, live. Uh, they were, I guess, uh, live broadcasting their uh, game feed um, for a new game or something. And uh, okay. I guess somebody trolled them. They, he doesn't like them or whatever. And, uh, she called, called the police and told them he had shot two fellow employees and he's going to shoot any, any police officers that come into the building and SWAT raided the place.
0: So I guess this is a new thing.
2: This is, this has happened to several times from what the article said that, uh, that people have called the SWAT team out on other people for no other reason than you know, like a life ruin. Mm. You know, I mean, I, I mean, I can remember as a kid getting pizza delivered to the neighbor's house, you know, and thinking that was yeah. funny. But the pizza guy is not going to show up and
3: shoot somebody,
1: <laughs> right? Although the pizza guy might get shot, which happens.
3: That's happened to me what?
1: almost. <laughs> no shit, dude. You've delivered pizza. You've had just about every job, though, haven't you? you I feel like a... you're, you're you're like a, a young version of the most interesting man in the world at this point. <laughs> it seems like every time we talk about something, you're like, yeah, I did that once. It was, uh, yeah. was in fucking Calcutta. It was ridiculous. <laughs> you have no idea. Yeah, <laughs>
3: uh, I'm from the highest levels to the lowest levels. Um, uh, yeah, tomorrow... Uh, Actually, um...
1: Were you about to say Somalia?
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, but South Africa. Um, Okay. But, um... But anyway, I used to deliver pizza. And, um, one time, I, um... It was kind of this world town I lived in. Uh, horse farm. delivering pizza to this old... These old couple. And they had ordered the pizza. Um, and, um... And, and they almost shot you? And no way here I look at a sh- shotgun greets me. Okay? At the door. Right. And I'm saying, oh, it's the pizza guy. You do you order pizza? Yes, I did. Who is this? Um, delivery guy from pizza? And um we'll slide it the door I had to slide it underneath the store. And they had it for a <sighs> shop. And then he gave me um the exact no tip, just exact change, and you said,
1: get the hell out of here right away, and you have no... Wait a minute, wait a minute. Was, what was, fucking reckon, right. Culkin on the other side of the door? <laughs> it was Macaulay Culkin in fucking South Africa or some shit, behind the door. He was playing that movie from uh, fucking Home Alone, and he Home stuck Alone. a gun through the door.
3: Yeah, Home Alone Part 5. Right?
1: <laughs> I've seen this movie, what the hell? Tokyo. South African version of Home Alone.
3: <laughs> but anyway, I almost got, it yeah, That was kind of scary. And then another time, it was just this area that we, that the pizza guys, we just didn't deliver to. Um, it was kind of, right. like anyone that went there got robbed. Um, I got robbed once. Um, so then we just, no one ever went back there again. You know, it's a, it, you go to some funky areas, and I organized. Uh, the man of many things, many hats, I organized in Detroit in 2004 going door to door, knocking on people's uh, doors. And let me tell you, that was scarier. That was way scarier than anything. Because you'd go up to a house that looked like it got bombed, and there would be people actually living in it, you know?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's that's in my area here <laughs> in Fucking nowhere in fucking Ohio, dude. There's houses that look like they're about to fall over and people live in them.
3: Yeah.
1: I don't yeah. understand it.
3: Well, it's the collapse of the American economy. It was predicted that they were going to collapse in uh, the economy of America so we can all be integrated into a one-world system, which, by the way, um, was set up in science fiction and in movies. So that when we watch the movies, we accept it as, oh, you know, we saw it in a movie. This is just like a movie. Yeah. Oh, when it Really this is, is the way it. it's gonna be in 10 years. Yeah. Yeah, and Star Trek is like that. It's a whole one world, multicultural, um, except for Hispanics, um, <laughs> uh, uh, kind of UN sort of thing.
1: And um, yeah, you, know, you ever I noticed? Know. I don't know who it was that said this, but. It was a valid point. Somebody pointed out that, like, have you ever noticed that you don't see, I think it was Stefan Molyneux, but I don't know. Or maybe it was (laughs) Joe Rogan or something like that. But they pointed out that, have you ever noticed on Star Trek, like, you never see them go to a planet where the planet's divided. Like, they land and they're like, oh, welcome, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, well, who are you? And they're like, well, we're the so-and-such. And they're like, all right, this is the planet. And they're like, no, 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 no. That's just us. Over yonder, you've got the fuckheads. We fucking hate them, and we want to fucking murder their asses because they're assholes. They, they it never fucking well, happened. Yeah, they land on a planet a that wasn't all unified. Yeah. Did they really?
2: They've had a, yeah, they've had a couple of those. Um, yeah. One of them was a mobster theme, like a Chicago mobster theme. Yeah. Where they came down and the Chica- they were having like uh, gang wars. You know, like Al Capone style. Gang oh, wars.
0: Yeah.
2: And then there was another one that was really interesting where the people were at war with another country and only they had decided that because, because war destroyed so much things, they did it all by computer. So if the computer said, oh, your, your village got bombed, you have to report to the incinerator because you're dead now. And all the people would just go to the incinerator because, oh, well, we 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 died in the war, so we're going to be incinerated. That was a really freaky one.
1: I never watched Star Trek.
3: Those well, Star Trek episodes, they, uh, they're pretty amazing on a lot of different levels. Um, right? Yeah. I mean, there's the whole thing, um, this guy... Oh, I'm trying to, his name's not coming to me right now, but he's a, he's a black guy. Um, Lennon Honor, that's his name. He has like a 13-part series called The Borg Agenda, where he, he shows that, like, you know, like, the LaForge and all that? Yeah. Um, yeah. He, he, he's very effeminate, and any time a black male is on um, The Next Generation or wherever, he's always, like, effeminate or like can't handle his emotions and is the angry black man and all that kind of Romulan thing. Um so it's, it's very interesting to look at the different perspectives and in, in how women are treated and objectified and, and Captain Kirk is basically just like a, a rapist and you know, it's just it's absolutely crazy. And by the way, um Mr Spock is a Vulcan. Vulcan is a volcano god. Um that's where you get Dianetics from. And um Right. And then the sign that he makes is the jewish um blessing sign um so i actually
2: I actually saw him speak and
3: uh yeah, yeah I met him too and man. uh
2: I saw Leonard Nimoy speak at his last at the the last time he uh he spoke here in Vegas, and it was his very last convention mm. and uh and he, that was one of the questions because everybody filled out questionnaires and I guess they did the most popular questions to ask. And uh, he said uh, he, he came up with that because they were like, okay, dude, dude. So he came up with that gesture and uh, he was at a ceremony when he was a child. And it's the ceremony where the, the, they put, the, put a blanket over their head, I guess, and they're not supposed to peek they're not supposed to see the younger ones aren't supposed to see anything and he decided to peek so when he peeked that's what he saw was them making that gesture and yeah. then later on later on during the show they were like oh well you know we need we need some sort of alien greeting that nobody's ever seen before and he was like oh nobody's ever seen this because you're not allowed to see it oh wow so, and that's where that came from. So that is actually derives from that Jewish symbolism. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it is. And uh, I mean, I've seen it um, because I was at the. Um, it's sort of like a baptism, but they do it for uh, for Jewish kids, babies. And I don't want to get into the gritty details of what they some rabbis actually do. But at the end of it, they did do that blessing. So the uh, uh, live long and prosper and you know it's just interesting his whole name and I I did meet him he was a photographer of like very fat naked women and uh, they sold for like thousands of dollars and he owned an art gallery in Northampton so anyway he's he's uh, a
2: photographer now he's gone back to being a photographer right that's what Um, I mean you know he even said you know that's was the passion of his life was photography
1: and so he's gone Dudes. back to doing that. Dudes. Hey, I'm going to change the subject because we just brought Glenn on the show and I wanted to hit him up with this big Canadian question that uh, that's in our topics tonight and it wasn't tailored just to him but it, it was there because like the first half of it was, was not tailored to him. The last half of it is tailored to him but anyways, the topic reads, Burger King heads north and takes over Tim Hortons. Then the second half is, Canadians, are you just going to take that act of war? Are you just going to sit there while well, yeah, they invade your country? Canada
5: now. Tim
1: Hortons is Burger great. King.
5: Tim, oh,
2: no.
1: So, Glenn, answer. Yes.
4: Well, what are you first, guys gonna of all, do? first of all, I boycott Tim Hortons anyway fuck right okay now that's the first thing there it was five or six years ago that tim hortons changed the way they make donuts that they get shipped to every store and they only have to be heated up they're not even made so they fired every unionized baker they had across the fucking country so that was it that was it for them anyway so uh i don't know what they put in that shit coffee the coffee ain't that fucking great. I don't get it. It's got to have heroin in it or something. I like you know, the I most. Just, I just don't get it. It's not that great. You know? I've still not it. tried it.
1: I, the, and I, I refuse to try it after hearing you talk about it and other people on Twitter who are Canadian talk about it. Like it's like it's fucking sacrilege. It's funny, the, the approach that Canadians take on Twitter to talking bad about Tim Hortons because they're like, look... I know I'm going to get crucified after I say this. least
3: he's hockey. He's one of the best hockey players of all time. You know.
4: Well, the thing is, Tim 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 Hortons is everywhere in this country, and there are no, some towns. There are some towns, like fifteen hundred person towns. Tim Hortons the biggest fucking business in town. Everybody yeah. goes there.
3: Yeah, and they're open 24 oh, That's bad Sandwich and soup. 10 years ago, I'm talking, you know, and they were way better than Dunkin' Donuts, which we get around here, or Starbucks,
1: okay? Now, the big, the big hullabaloo on our end, on the United States end, was like the same old shit where people are like, look at this, Burger King moves their headquarters to Canada to avoid paying taxes. But, but here's the bullshit of that. Is like, okay, so what? You've moved where your CEO sits at a desk. All of your fucking Burger Kings are still in the states, and so you get to avoid this bullshit taxation. Uh, which I don't even support taxation, but you know, either way, like it, does, it doesn't logically make sense to me that you can avoid something just by being like, "Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa!" Before you tax us, so you know the boss sits on the other side of this fucking line, and then they go, "Oh." Well well, I'm sorry, you've got all these fucking businesses here, but I guess that you're right.
4: Yeah, but this shit came up in the U.S. Senate less than a month ago. They had a chance to stop this, but because the U.S. Senate is nothing but a corporate asshole body, they let it happen. You know, I mean, Elizabeth Warren got up and spoke about this at length. What was at risk. And like she said, I agree with this. All these businesses use the infrastructure of the U.S. to make more money. They use the the people in the U.S. who are educated publicly. All this shit that they profit from comes from the public infrastructure. Now they go out of their way to avoid paying taxes, but yet still want to use all that infrastructure and these 100 pricks in a marble chamber say, "Yeah, fuck, that's a good idea, Yeah, for sure. Let them go ahead." You know It's, it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And I mean, the issue up here I mean, Tim Horton's had this little marriage with Wendy's. That didn't last too long. Uh, right. You know, I, I don't know what the deal is. It's like they just they want why can't they be
1: their own person?
4: I don't know why don't they why. just accept I mean, the who ones. they are? Because the problem is they can't get into the States the way they want to. Like all the Tim Hortons in the States are all in the Northeast. They can't get across the country. They just can't get any traction. And now they think, they thought with Wendy's they'd be able to do that. It didn't work. So now they think with Burger King, who's bigger than Wendy's, they think ah. they can use, use this to get across the U.S. Right? Yeah, that's what it's. We got about. A, We
1: got a, yet another person wanting to join in here. Uh, Shadow DXS uh, we will bring them on. Who? Uh, you're on. You're live. What's up? Testicles. Testicles.
6: Yeah, I have. I don't know. So right, sure show, my <laughs>
4: Another hey, show. What's
6: going on, Glenn?
4: This is not much. Not much.
6: So I heard you guys talk about something about, uh Tim Hortons or whatever. I I doubt that they're ever going to fucking make it all the way out throughout the U.S. It's, I'm not saying that you know it's going to be difficult for them. It's just it's a large platform to fucking cr- to cover completely, and we've got plenty of choices as is. Even if they do pop yep. up a uh, little shops here there and yon, it, people will try it, and if it's not popular, it'll just dissolve. So yeah.
3: right. Yeah, but you know what? Yeah. There was no place in Detroit where I could go. This is ten years ago, before they made the whole union thing and made the different donuts and all that. It was, it was open 24/7. You can go in and get a nice turkey sandwich and a soup. I don't know where you can get that 24/7 except for stupid Dunkin' Donuts, which is terrible. Um,
6: Dunkin' Donuts are yeah. pretty terrible. But if you ever catch a fresh, a fresh fucking Krispy Kreme donut hot up uh, oven? That's some good okay. shit when especially when you're stoned off your ass.
2: Well that's what I was gonna say. It's like you know, like you gotta have a really good product. You know, like Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme's got a really good product. They double glaze yep. their donuts you know.
3: Yeah, I'm talking about a real healthy meal like you know, like it satisfies like if you hadn't had dinner and it's late and everything's closed and like
6: Dude, dude this is America man. We've got this is a land of bad choices yeah. and terrible yeah. fucking food. Yeah, it is. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, we like to put it on the food network, not in our plates. Exactly. If we want to look at colorful greens and, you know, bright, vibrant peppers and things like that, we'll turn it on the food porn network. But when it comes to what's in our kitchen and what we eat at 2 o'clock in the morning after we've been smashing beers back left and right, fucking one after another, we don't give a shit if it's got broccoli in it. It's going to get eaten and turn into poop. <laughs> right? Well, that's like
2: if you go if, if you look at any casino, the one restaurant that's open 24 hours is just the like the cafe that serves breakfast.
6: Bullshit, dude. Fucking go to the Rio and in the Rio they've got a 24-hour Burger King and I shit you not it's a Whopper bar.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah that's
2: true. And and it
6: has changed a lot.
2: It has changed a lot. Yeah. Well,
1: Vegas changes every 3 years. Fucking! If you if you have a gap of three years, the next time you go there, it is not the same Vegas. That's right. Yeah, I, do. Well, I
6: I went there fucking uh, back in I think 2012, yeah, and you know there was a lot of different restaurants that you know I, that aren't open today, and I was actually pissed off because badass wanted to go re-experience the Vegas that he remembered, and yeah. like come try this new you shit you never heard of before. I'm like, well, the fucking menu is like six times the price. Shut up, pay money.
1: Yeah, yeah. Vegas is well, I mean, one of the towns, man. It's full of like fucking dreamers that have no common sense.
6: Dude, it's just like Silicon sense. Valley right now, dude. They're hyper inflating their fucking bubble. It's gonna pop. I mean, Vegas. It, Vegas will always fucking recover after a, a disaster, like a you know any type of chain or fucking restaurant that comes in. But I mean, it, yeah. it's just Vegas. Is, the the individual companies that are there are always collapsing, always out being outbidded. By other companies and corporations, I mean it's just yeah. it's a different. The, it's a the trend doors.
2: now, the trend now is the the casinos want to get away from operating the restaurants. If you'll notice, a lot of the chain chain restaurants are operated inside the casinos now, like Denny's. Yeah. You go in there, and yeah. like you said, there's a Burger King in there now, and
6: you they know. just they collect a small portion. Well, I shouldn't say small, a decent yeah, they size leave the of the area proportion. to them. Yeah, they
2: lease lease the area to them, and that way the casino itself doesn't have to worry about the health permits
3: liability yeah.
2: because yeah, because you know, if if you get written up in the paper then it doesn't reflect on the on the casino that the Burger King is in, it reflects on the Burger King.
6: Dude, I've started yeah. to notice a trend in the strip and I've done this has been going on for a while, but it it's a uh, it's getting more and more noticeable each year I go to Vegas and that is they're slowly trying to turn the strip into a fucking strip mall itself so that way you never have a reason mm-hmm. to really need to leave the strip. So they're trying to get as much popular fucking joints out there comfort areas like, you know, like uh, convenience stores with cheap cigarettes and shit. So that way you have the option to be really lazy and pay 10 bucks for a pack of cigarettes at the at the casino. Or you can just go down the fucking strip a few feet and fucking walk into a Seven Eleven and pay, like, five, right. six bucks for a pack of cigarettes. Well, yeah.
2: that, that's always been a theme with the casinos is trying to keep people in. Um, that's mm-hmm. why if you walk through a casino, you'll never see a clock. Because they don't want you to know what time it is.
6: Actually, even reno has got three clocks that I noticed because someone had texted me that during my last day in Vegas, and... Uh, there are three clocks throughout Vegas, uh throughout uh, the Rio Hotel alone. None in the Bellagio. I haven't seen any in, uh, fucking uh, what was it, Golden uh, Golden Palace or, or no Caesar's Palace? Excuse me. I haven't seen any in the Luxor either.
1: No, no, I I I don't. I've never been in the in the Rio. When I lived there, I fucking I, I honestly didn't go on the Strip very much because the, when you when you live in Vegas. It's it's really not – you kind of stay away from the strip if you can. It's not You, you just don't go.
0: Yeah.
1: The one's in the mountains. Yeah. It's,
2: yeah. Like, it's like we say whenever, like, New Year's Eve or something, you know, the strip is for amateurs.
6: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. You know, you, you, like, it, if especially you live during here, you avoid event, the strip.
6: Events, uh, you know, especially during, you know, events like Daft CON and shit, you'll notice that there's an entire different crowd of people that are in Vegas than what, you know, mm-hmm. you see year-round whenever shit's not going down. And the people that are, you know, gathering around the strip that are locals, they're all con artists and, you know, guys that are trying to fucking make, you know, a buck off of any tourist they find. And, you know, my, my roommate, unfortunately, my uh, my old one, I should say, uh, he, he, uh, he almost ended up falling prey to a fucking waitress with a... Uh, with some really deep pockets that were needing to be filled, and uh, he almost dropped like four grand on this bitch.
2: <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah.
6: What's up, buddy?
1: You know we what we used to do living there is uh, the casinos would no cash your paychecks. So what we used to do is my wife and I would uh, for our little night on the town is go to whatever the closest fucking casino was. Then you cash your paycheck. And then you turn around, and you go to the nearest penny slot, and you fucking put a dollar in, and then you act like you're playing for a long time, and then you get yeah. free drinks. And then yeah. so you just sit there and chat <laughs> and have a good time while you're right. drinking, and it looks like you're doing shit, but you're, not, you're spending a dollar yeah. plus the well, tips. whatever actually, the tips they're are. They're on to you now, it. see. I actually, they're uh, on to you now. I don't I'm even live there. It doesn't
2: the matter
6: time. anymore. I noticed so something the about waitress the train and the Rio. If they don't
2: see you put $20 in, you don't get a drink.
6: No, that's bullshit. Because I, I fucking went and put uh, fucking 10 cents into a penny slot, and within fucking five minutes, some fucking dude walks up to me and says, excuse me, sir, would you care for a beverage? And I looked at him, I was like, yeah, let me get a cherry Coke. He didn't fucking say shit. I didn't ask for alcohol, nothing. But I noticed that whenever you stay at the penny slots, they're there more frequently, and I figured out Why? They want you to drink so that way you get a little bit more courage to go to one of the more expensive slots and then eventually the drinks stop fucking flowing as much until you get to the fucking high roller area. Well, and if, you, if in case you haven't noticed, um, you can
2: bet $5 in a penny slot now. Yeah, you'll be there for fucking at least an hour. You can, you can hit, if you hit max bet, it's like five bucks now. Some of them like. Oh, no, he's, guy,
1: he's saying you uh, once you can bet five bucks, not you can put five bucks in a penny slot.
2: Yeah, you can yeah. actually hit max bet and it'll max out at like five dollars. Uh, some of them are. <laughs> it it some depends of on the slots that you have. 20.
6: Like, I mean, I've seen some fucking uh, video poker slots that were penny slots. And, uh, you know, the max bet was three credits, which was three cents. But then the one directly next to it, you could bet it was a penny slot, but you could put up to, like, $5 per credit. Huh.
3: So,
6: right. Wow. And uh, wow. What, I really, what I really like to see is whenever they open up on the slot machines and shit, you actually get to see where the real keyhole is. Because they've got, like, three of them on the side that are fucking fake. They don't open shit. So you could sit there and try to pry it open all you want. Fucking do anything, but the actual component, which you want, is typically con- uh, concealed underneath. Some guy will take a fucking long fucking key and stick it up in there and turn it in there, and uh, when he does, he uh, typically, though, do what it is that they have to do and leave it open briefly. If you can reach your hand inside there and grab that fucking SD card that's inside there, you can actually turn that entire slot machine off, take that fucking card up there, and dump the entire contents on it to your hard drive. And then what? Uh I would to that I'm not gonna explain. Well let's put it this way, if you actually get caught loading a slot uh an S D card in that machine, you're probably gonna get arrested.
4: Oh yeah. For yeah. sure. Right. There's more oh, there's yeah. more
6: cameras than there are security officers, just remember that. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. And don't think that would of, be quite like, the really trick from <laughs> Don't think it's like some rinky-dink
2: surveillance anyway, either. You oh, know? No, no, there no, are no, people, no. There are people sitting there watching those cameras.
6: Yep, and they've got facial detection software. They've got all kinds yep. of crap. If you've ever been barred from any casino, they've got your face from other casinos. They know yep. they can easily fucking send that information off to, you know, fucking local PD, fucking FBI, and say, hey, does this guy, you know, have any record? Whatever, blah blah blah. And if they pop you up with fraud, Which, anything, your ass is out the that's door. That's exact.
1: That's exactly why the only way to get one over on the casino is to do what I said because yep, they're it's just built in that they're gonna fucking win. So instead of fucking playing their game, act like you're playing their game. You're at the penny slots, you're chatting, and fucking say. You gotta, but here's the thing: you gotta order the right drink. If you're there to fucking have a good time, don't order a beer, and don't order no. a glass of wine. Fucking say, no, get too give a me a or some shit. No, not even yeah. that. Go fucking full bore. Say, I, I want a yes, a Long Island iced tea, a zombie, a fucking zombie. Ask for a zombie. You know what has to go nah. in a zombie to be a zombie? At the top, there's one fifty one. So by the time you're done yeah. drinking it, at the very end, you get that one fifty one. It's like you just fucking you'll find did out. two shots.
2: And then you'll find out how cheap the casino you're in is, because if if they won't bring you a zombie or a Long Island iced tea, they'll say, uh, "Well, drinks only."
6: Yeah. Yeah. Nah, dude, fucking, the biggest to. problem I have in Vegas is that they like to put straws in all of their drinks, except for beers and wine, obviously. But if you order a Jack and Coke, they'll put they'll, they'll serve it to you with a straw, even at the bar. It, it's so easy to slam one of those back through a straw. You don't feel too, you know, if you have sensitive teeth, it doesn't matter about the ice. It doesn't matter about how much alcohol is in there. It doesn't matter how much coke in there. You will slam it back instantly. And you can do that r- relatively a lot before you start to feel anything. Yeah, you know, I don't know if yeah, you guys, I've got a high body mass index. It takes a lot for me to get drunk. And in Vegas, eh, it, it's a little easier for me to get drunk.
1: Yeah, I hear you
6: but uh, I did Make learn my sure. lesson the first year around that I went to uh, to Vegas don't ever 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 order alcohol from room service <laughs> my dumb ass fucking uh, ended up getting four bottles of alcohol fucking cost $400 holy <laughs>
1: oh, oh, yeah. shit dude if yeah, you're on the up, strip you can you can go right down the strip to a place called Lee's Liquor where the booze is so fucking cheap I've never in my life Dude, anywhere, anywhere else I've, I've lived, seen Jaeger, booze, that sure, cheap.
6: It was like fucking eleven dollars after tax. That's the cheapest I've ever seen Jaeger in my life.
1: Mm-hmm. I used to life. get. Uh, I would get. You, you know, you go to like Lee's Liquor, and you could get fucking nice wine um, for like. You could get like a box of wine for less than ten dollars. It's a well, fucking I mean, yeah, yeah wine cheap is, as it is,
0: nice.
1: but. Listen to this. I'm here in Ohio. You know how much they charge for a fucking box of wine here? It's the cheap shit. That should be the cheapest fucking shit they have, and it's like twenty bucks for a box of wine. That's, you want to get, get uh, soap
6: opera moms like to fucking drink that shit while they sit there and contemplate suicide. Right. <laughs> or like say
1: champagne. If you want to get uh, cheapo champagne, like Andre's champagne, is everybody knows that's the cheap stuff. Um if you want to get Andre here, it's like over ten dollars for one bottle. Everywhere else in the world or at least everywhere else I've been, especially Vegas, it was like three dollars. So I was like, How is the Andre different here than it is in Vegas? They just fucking charge a shitload everywhere else.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Um true. No, I know that there are a few people that know Vegas. Um what is the uh the most cheapest place to go out to eat? Uh the fucking
2: Jesus
1: cheap assets and shit that give you go out to eat. Scott, you're gonna have to field that one.
2: Well, what kind of what kind of food do you want? I mean the cheapest just to just to go out to eat, the cheapest place would be your fast food chain. Yep. In and out burger.
1: You know, In-N-Out is the high quality fast food. That's the higher quality fast food is the In-N-Out Burger.
6: Hey man, it's still 250 for a hamburger.
1: I know. Yeah. But if you know, you know. the secret menu, then you get yourself a 3x3 three three and have a heart attack and fall asleep.
6: Yep. <laughs> I will never eat off the secret yeah. menu again.
2: But the, for you, the most bang for your buck would be to hit a buffet.
0: You know? Okay. Hey, go buffet. hungry
2: go hungry and hit a buffet um a lot of the buffets are really they've they've done a lot to really make them good um they're not just like a lunchroom meal anymore um you uh, some of them you can have steaks grilled um, and
1: lobster i've seen lobster buffets dude yes
2: there is oh. a lot of them have lobsters. um Crab legs, um, fucking... A few, of them, a few of them have themes to where, like, they'll have, like, it's a food court, so, you know, if you want Asian food, there's the Asian line over here. If you want Mexican food, there's a Mexican line over here. And, you know, there's the salad line on in every one of them. That's pretty fucking so that's, cool. That's probably the most bang for your buck is a buffet.
1: Yeah, so you're gonna you get the most food out of it in high quality. $20. Fif- yeah, okay. think about that: fifteen right. to twenty bucks, and you can get as much steak and fucking lobster as you want. Where else and are you, you gonna will, get
6: that? You will regret eating there, either from eating too much or from using the bathroom afterwards.
0: <laughs>
6: right, right. It, right. It's, it's important to, to to note that because I, a lot of people go to those buffets, and I, sure enough, fifteen minutes after they get back to the hotel. I'll be down in like an hour, man. Like, what's wrong, dude? I'm still taking the shit.
0: Yeah, yeah, because you ate
1: <laughs> just ate so much, your body's like, oh, I gotta get rid of this.
6: Yeah. Yeah, you're wondering how I could travel through all the miles of fucking intestine so fast. Don't worry about it. Just punch your asshole and pray for Jesus.
1: <laughs> hey, dude. So should we? Let's see. Should we pull some? some topics up. We got plenty of fucking time here. You want to you sure wanna pull right. from our topics tonight and I, grab I was something
2: Sidetracked, Side man. We've been we've been sidetracked since we started, so we're yeah. I know.
1: I know. We we've touched the main topic <laughs> and the one other one with burger king and then one other one with police insanity. How about this one? How about the uh okay, how about the average for the you know how the like average work week has always been 40 hours per week. How about the fact that that's jumped up to forty seven to sixty hours
4: per week? Did you hear about mm-hmm. this? That's nothing new here.
1: No, I
3: yeah,
2: No, it's right. really not. Yeah. It's not. In a lot of places it's nothing
1: new. But that's like, like the average it. thing now. Well, well,
4: well yeah. I heard. had heard, it's I been I had heard they ever. were gonna
2: go to they were gonna try to go to like a three or four day work week.
4: Yeah, uh, bullshit. Yeah. So I
2: don't know whatever happened to that idea, which I thought it sounded like a good idea. You know, instead good of putting idea. in eight hours, you put in ten hours, and you get two extra, or two or one extra day off. You know, I thought it sounded like an excellent idea. Not only that, but it leaves more. It opens up more positions to hire more employees.
4: But see, that's the last thing they want to do. That's the last thing they want to do, because especially if it's a union job or something, that means more benefits, more paperwork, more everything they'd rather have five people work a hundred hours yeah, right. than have 40, than have forty people work forty hours you know
1: yeah, and this has been That's going true. this has and all been going over them. time like uh it wasn't just the the hours going up that that we've noticed i mean every they've been plucking away little bits of things from the worker um, over time like do you remember the days where your lunch was paid I do I remember getting yep. paid lunches where that yep. whole 9 to 5 thing included like either a half an hour or an hour paid lunch and that was awesome it was like I can go uh-huh. get fucking paid to eat lunch and they're like yeah well, you're here 9 to 5 at some point take a lunch and we don't care what it is et cetera. Et cetera. Well, they plucked that away amongst the that and other things they pluck away the benefits, and like I don't understand where humans like just thought it was okay and just accepted it and just were like, "What are you gonna do? I guess Money. we have to fucking pay for our own lunch, and I guess we have to fucking uh not have health care or have insurance, I mean or have fucking you know all that shit." How did we just accept it? How did we not just go, uh, whoa, 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 you're going to take away that shit? Okay, well, then right. I'm going to start looking for another job, so you know.
3: The unions are the reason why we have the Saturday and a day off, okay, and the reason why we had paid holidays. That, all right? Right. What's been going on is the slow, terrible, and corruption of the unions themselves. And Bullshit. Well, I used to work for them and the full corruption of the unions themselves which are the last standing uh, are the last standing um, things that are up against mega corporations which are I've experienced I've, that I've experienced that it's, with my dad my dad worked in place cop out before they've been they've been trying to kill you they sh- they shot the union workers they've killed them um, when they try to unionize. In in Colorado, the Massacre, Woody Guthrie writes about it. Um, you know, uh, it sings about it. Uh, it. It happens also. What's been happening is that um, Reagan especially hated unions. So did Margaret Thatcher and this whole hatred of unions still keeps going on and on. And there is a point to it. However, it's the only means by which
0: people
3: in the workplace can actually assemble
1: and argue for their own no? Right, right. Well there are there are unions that have failed though. I mean I've experienced that. My dad worked for a company called Champion that makes uh propane tanks. And when he started there, he's he was used to working in a place called called Harper Wyman that makes stove parts. But when he moved over to this place called Champion, he worked his ass off and he did really well. Uh, production was high when he was working there, but he was a non-union employee. He was a regular employee, not a part of any union. Well, people at the top started noticing his productivity and started sending supervisors and managers and fucking they were on him like a hawk. Like, how come productivity is so high in this one guy's department? I don't understand this. We haven't had this ever before or at wow. least we haven't noticed it like this. And so... You know, then uni- when union guys started noticing this, they started threatening him. And they were like, we're going to fucking slash your tires if you don't slow it the fuck down. We that's take breaks talk. at this time and this time. And we fucking slack off at this time. Right. And you're sitting here being well, fucking Johnny on the spot making parts when we're all supposed to be doing this. You're making us look bad. And so they
2: were threatening right, to slash
4: those his fucking things tires. that I've
2: said for a long time <laughs> is that usually, this is what happens, is when people unionize... There's usually a damn good reason to do it. Yeah. Right. Eventually, it becomes this corrupt entity. Mm-hmm. You know that.
4: That's that's the that, responsibility of the membership. We had assholes right. in charge of our local. We fucking threw them out. We self police. We have pride in what we do. And if the guys well, representing, representing well, these workers had kind of the no problem. That's
6: true, Glenn, but it
2: depends on the union and what, what pertains to the union. I mean,
4: you'll
2: find a different quality of craftsmanship in, say, the steelworkers' union. But when you talk about the culinary union, now that's a big corrupt entity here that is just a sham, um, they, ri- they rob people of their pensions constantly. Um, if you turn to well, them for help, you can't get help unless you speak Spanish. And, and, it's, and it's hard to rally up against anybody unless you're Spanish.
4: Well, they still have elections for all their positions you know. in the union. It's up to the membership to put in people who are going to do the fucking job they're supposed to.
2: Uh, right now, what if very, if
4: very clear, Glenn?
2: And, what if, and like what I if said, the workers from union to union, Because like the example to yeah. the corruption in the Culinary Union, you're not gonna, you you elect who they tell you to elect, or they will fucking slash your fucking tires. They will well, slash. Not only, that, not only that, uh, not only that, they will make your life a living hell every day you go to work.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's why my dad quit he fucking quit and found a different job because he couldn't take the you know? threats every day.
4: That sucks. Well, then, that's... An it's yeah, not every it's union. Advanced. And,
2: and like, like I said... And the membership doesn't the, happen. The union you're, you were in, Glenn, is probably a very higher quality and there's craftsmanship to it. So there's this sense well, of pride to it. And there's no sense of pride in the culinary union. There's only gimme, 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 and I want my break now
4: is this the s e i u
3: that's who i work for
4: well i mean the s e i u has a very and the u f c w they both have a very different reputations in different industries and in different parts of north america i mean right yeah that's you know, what i
2: was saying it depends and I and think that it all depends on like the, I yeah said, the workers on on the quality of the craftsmanship in this trade that you're in in, you know
1: can i give some examples like like this goes for non non non-union or union it doesn't matter it depends on the people and this is why you get the corrupt unions like you said it depends on the people to vote out the people well what if they enjoy the laziness what if they don't care about creativity what if they like sitting on a cushion and not doing shit because that's what they're into this is America, Glenn. We have a shitload of lazy fucks. We have a lot of them, and they're so fucking boring. And I'm tired of them. But because for one, I work at a place that's not union. We're so small. There's less than ten people at the place. So fucking union wouldn't do anything for us because there's not. enough. <laughs> what are we gonna do? I mean, if one guy leaves, it's a threat to the business. So. Not even have on So, but we don't really need that right now. But it, in other words, though, like, uh, like. When we try to bring in people, they have a problem with the job because it's it's hard work and it takes craftsmanship and it takes attention to detail and it takes somebody who actually cares about using their hands and producing something that's amazing that nobody else can do. And it takes skill and time to learn how to do it. But there's so many people in this country that just don't want to fucking do that.
2: And the the skill level involved in the trade that the, the union is organized in, and also the size of the union itself. Because, like, when yeah. the culinary union started here, it was a really good thing for the culinary workers. It really was. Because the casinos weren't going to give these people any benefits whatsoever. Um, they, yeah. they, they, worked them, they worked them to death, literally. They worked people to death. They would put them on shifts and tell them, Oh, well, your relief didn't come in, you're staying, or you're fired. Yeah. You know, and they can't do that type of thing, stuff anymore. But as time went on, the size and scope of it just so much that, and it became so corrupt at a fundamental level that, you know, there's, and there's just really no way to battle it.
3: The auto workers' unions are basically hand-in-hand hand with the Ford and GM company, and that's what I saw in Detroit. And there's a, a giant shaking hands in the Masonic lodges behind the scenes, and they don't give a fuck.
1: Yeah. I work well, for yeah, them, you- and that scares the shit out of me every damn day. Me too. And anything well- could happen.
4: But then again, there you go. that's That's a case where the membership is no longer involved, and maybe no longer cares to be involved in the actual operation of the union side of the business.
1: and this Brian, is what. Well, I think maybe I think maybe all of our arguments are getting misconstrued because here's the deal. A lot of times uh, and I think we had a little miniature discussion of this right before the show started Glenn. And uh, it has to do with the difference between uh, naming a group versus individuals in the group. And unfortunately, there's this gigantic trend. Hang on. There's this gigantic trend throughout the entire world that's going on where we name groups. And we're like, this entire group. And it involves all these people. Fuck you if you said you're a part of it or not. We don't care. You live there or you work there. That means you're a part of it. So fuck you. You're a part of that. And it fucking ignores the individual. And really, everything is about individuals, because you can't just fucking blanket sweep shit. You know, I can go like liberals and their fucking shit, but you know what? No, I've met liberals. I follow some liberals on Twitter who make sense because they actually reason. Wow. So there's not all these liberals who don't reason? There are some that do? Yes, there are some that do. And they're not happy with Obama, and they're not happy with what's happening, and they are perfectly aware of what's going on. So, like, just to to summarize, unions themselves aren't bad. Individuals fuck shit up. And how the fuck do we figure out what to do with individuals who fuck shit up when, you know, they can surround themselves with other individuals who enjoy the same kind of fuckery?
3: I think bureaucracy fucks things up, too.
1: Well, government oh, yeah, itself sure. fucks things up. The fact that you have a position that anybody who wants to fuck shit up or who wants to control people available, yeah. you're going to get a flock of people who want that. you know. And you're not yeah. going to get a flock of people who are like, I want to help out and be good. No, yeah. you're not going to get that.
4: I, no. I, think, I think that's the whole thing right there. Because whether you're talking about corporations like what Burger King did, how did they get mm-hmm. away with it? Because, because government let them. The same thing with yeah. the unions when they develop a monopoly and there's no way out how did they get that because somebody in the government let them it's the government yeah. Yeah,
1: we're, we're we're not supposed to allow monopolies but the last time i remember taking down a monopoly was uh standard oil but i did just hear earlier of one uh that involved bill gates but i don't know if that went to any kind of fruition yeah, but- very, or if He just kind of backed, he like backed out or what did he do? Do you know what I'm talking about, Brandon?
3: Yeah, well, basically, he's so rich that basically what he has to do is, just like Rockefeller did with oil, was um, basically break, he, he had to pay like what would seem a lot of money to us, but for Microsoft is not that much. But it was uh, like, yeah. uh, several million so, dollars. To, um, so all, these, had do, all those, he had to cut. He had to make. He had to rename and rebrand his um, basic monopoly that he has on Windows. Um, so, and so that's just be, like. How yeah, that's it's just
4: a, like what happened. The, big game. So. The, go ahead,
1: go That's
4: Glenn. the same thing think when, think? That's, that's the same. It's the same thing when they broke up Ma Bell. The same thing as Standard Oil. You know, like when it when it was just Bell, then there was no AT&T. There was no ITT. There was all these other companies that became pieces of Ma Bell. Same thing with Standard Oil. It was just one Standard Oil. And then there was Standard Oil of New Jersey, which is fucking Exxon. And there's Standard Oil of California, which is Chevron now. You know, I mean, they Mm -hmm. all sooner or later, they all they all. They all grow into the same monster, but, yep. yeah, that was the deal then. They broke up the monopoly, but I don't see that happening too much anymore, and it's because they own even if the government. It doesn't, well, even if it doesn't happen, that's not even a uh,
1: you know a successful solution. That's, it's not proven successful. It did not right. solve right. the problem.
2: And it's getting harder to do. I mean, um, Nevada Energy, they tried to break up Nevada Energy, and they couldn't do it. They
3: just straight well, up I'm... couldn't do it. Well, the problem is, too... is that it, you get your reports from the media, and it says on the high, it says on the headline, "Oh, Bill Gates had a, um a, a found uh, guilty of monopoly or whatever." Okay, you read that, and then you say, "Oh, okay, that's he." Then obviously he's he's guilty of monopoly, and just like the Rockefellers, or but no, it's totally changed. You know, it's, uh, it's... but it's the same. Uh, it's just too
4: big to fail, shit.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah, that was like you know? on the way. That that Bill Gates shit was like on the way to the too big to fail shit. That was like the stepping stone because it's like, well, this, he's got so much fucking money. How do you punish a guy like this? And then you get well, into the fucking right. banks, and you that's go, like, how do we fucking punish a bank? That's but like that's a
2: difference. Um, the difference. Yeah. The DuPont uh-huh. corporation, you know, with with their pollution and everything. Um, their solution was, okay, they were like, well, we're going to have to fine your company. So DuPont came up with the with the numbers and everything and said, okay, well, just pick, pick what seems to be to the public large numbers. So if, if they got fined for something, say, oh, DuPont paid $25,000 fine for polluting this stream, and it sounds like a lot of money to us, but to DuPont, they spent more money lobbying Congress right. to set those numbers than they did paying the fines. That's right. And people don't realize that, you know, they, they they don't realize how big these things get and how much money is involved. And like you said, you know, if if a guy's got ten billion dollars, what, what do you find him? You know.
4: Well, think back to the '80s. When Michael Milken went to court for his junk bond scam, and at that time he got fined just an incredible amount of money. He got fined eight hundred and fifty million dollars. An individual, he paid right. it before he left the courthouse.
2: Yeah, I remember that.
0: Yeah.
1: Now here's
4: you the know? question.
1: Here's the here's the wait here's he'd, the billion dollar question. Pretty much Was just he wrote a
2: check and walked out the building and said
1: whatever? That's right. Was he incorporated, though? Because if he wasn't, yes. that's why he felt the pain.
3: He, is, he, oh, is, well, he
4: was. He's an he oh, yeah. was incorporated.
1: He was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, then technically you're only suing the business. You can't. You're not actually suing the man. You can't take his possessions. You can't take his own personal bank account. You can't affect his own personal investments. So... A yeah, guy like him, if, if he's incorporated, then yeah, you can sue him and, and he'll sign this check and then he's fine at the end of the day because you don't know about all the fucking stocks that he's making millions of dollars on and all that type of shit. But he's, I've got all these bill, fucking genius investments and I don't feel the pain. My business does. I might have to shut it down. But either way, I made plenty of money to start this shit where I'm fine well, anyway for thing. the rest that's of my the life. the thing,
2: Bo, is... is is even when they come up with the exorbitant amounts, they just write it off. They write a check, they go, okay, we spend more money yep. lobbying Congress to get away with fucking, yeah, you, we polluted that stream. <laughs> you have no idea about the lake we destroyed.
4: That's right. Well, that's, that's happening up here in Canada right now. I mean, the, Mont, the Mount Pauly tailing pond spill. I mean, that completely fucked up an entire river system in British Columbia. And they didn't have inspections for like six or seven years. They had their own engineers that said, this thing is going to fucking burst. They never did anything. But yet there's records of all the donations they gave to political parties in the province.
0: Right.
2: All this we're kind having, of
4: shit going on. You know? We're having the same now, problem
2: with these companies that are fracking. Because these well, companies yeah. that are That's fracking, the they're, making, they're making money hand over fist. And they've spent so much, you know, they've got politicians in their pockets that are going, yeah, sure, you just, for my great, 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 great grandkids fucking college tuition. And every family member I could ever think to have for 100 years, you just paid for their their college and their houses and their cars. Go ahead. you you
1: You know what's really sad about fracking is that there's a way to do it safe. But there's, like, it numerous occasions where they, they fuck it yeah it costs a little bit extra but they're so what? fucking greedy that they cut That's corners it. it's like you'll you'll still make a shitload of money if you do it right yep. you're still gonna you're still gonna fucking make a shitload if you do it safely i mean like for example what? in wyoming in wyoming uh, liberals were like like pushing like come on epa get in here i think that they're polluting our groundwater and our drinking water and while well, yeah. So they pushed for the EPA to come, and the EPA came in, and the EPA tested existing wells, and the, the EPA also drilled two wells of their own. And the funny part was that the wells of their own were the ones that were polluting the groundwater that they drilled to test. And then, but the ones that they tested, they said, no, actually, those ones were fine the whole time. Now, that's not the case across the country, but I'm just giving you an example of there is a way to do it right. There are people who are doing it right, but there are a lot of people who are not doing it right. So it's, it's yep, just, yeah. it's just it's, it's, the bullshit so of right. it that pisses it, me it, off it is the fact that fucking people can take, well, they can take something like that and be like, see how many people do it wrong, just fuck the whole thing. And it's like, wait a minute, there's something great to be gained from it, if it's done correctly. What happened to Americans right. being proud of quality? What happened to people, anyone, anyone, it doesn't matter who you are, even if you're not American, what, what happened to just being proud of quality, doing good work? Doing it right,
4: doing well, it and a, fucking and well. A
2: couple of things, a couple of things that that baffle me is like one is, okay, you've got a mansion, you've got cars, your family is never going to need or want for the rest of your life. Do you really need another ten million dollars? And the other uh, thing, it's an what is
3: it's an what obsession.
2: is this? What is this? Fuck the world tomorrow, idea. Um, why? Why aren't these Please. people thinking about you know? Hey, yeah. Your family's not going to need or want for the rest of their lives, but what about everybody else?
0: What about your and kids? Nowadays, everybody else?
2: They don't have any drinking water, and, and they, the soil is is tainted, and they can't grow right. crops, and, mm-hmm. and even if they wanted to grow crops, they're not allowed to grow crops because they can't afford the genetically modified mm-hmm. seeds because regular seeds are illegal now. <laughs> yeah. You know, but what, what, why, is, why is this fuck tomorrow mentality you know what happened to you know we borrowed the earth from our children
3: yes and and is that that like Dick Cheney and George Bush and all these other people their kids are eating the same GMO products they're they're smelling the same polluted chemtrail there or whatever Um, and so they obviously don't have they just want to leave a legacy like you know well, that it.
1: that whole, that mentality of um, living off of the future generations, I honestly believe that mentality is solidified by the social security system. Because yeah. anytime I've ever talked to anybody who I say, look, the social security system is broken, we need to just fucking end it. And at least well, have it to where, I it, if I want to, hang on, hang on, if I want to opt out now, I should be able to opt out. And people have argued to me and said, what about those people who are currently getting Social Security? And, you know, so you're saying you're going to opt out, but you're paying their Social Security. They're not going to get it now. And I'm like, yeah. See, that, never that, happened. Is that, isn't, that isn't because that's of because my irresponsibility. That's because, that's because
2: of their. Social Security. Well, my point they is that a bunch of money just sitting there and they dipped you, into it. They They decided to spend it on bombs or some shit.
4: Napalm. That's right.
3: Yeah, that's right. That's right. You know, social
4: security
3: is actually one of the last uh, things that F D Everything's being a rescaling of uh, what FDR did. Uh, And you can agree or disagree with that. But that's what they hate FDR because he was a traitor to his class. And he says social security which would... The idea behind it was that future generations, when they were about to retire, would be taken care of for the rest of their lives, and that is a huge attack on social security. And I agree, there are probably little issues, minutia, but look at it compared to the the uh, you know the War Department. I mean, excuse me. Before it was the remin- remin- Defense Department uh, funding. If you just flash a little bit of that, you could totally fund. Social Security, and, and I think it's important to have a safety net society where we don't have right anything, something.
2: Well, you know, me is like how they keep raising the, raising the age of retirement. I I I figured that out right. at a very young age. It's like okay, well, if your life expectancy is only sixty years old in the occupation that you're in, because people that do what you do, say you're a coal miner, coal miners don't live as long,
4: so they no. raise
2: the age of retirement. And now you don't retire. You die.
4: That's right. And that's the way it was 100 years ago. That's right.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's a part of that whole fuck tomorrow mentality. And we got to get away from that, man. We have to well, get again, away from that fuck tomorrow mentality.
4: Well, again, it's mismanagement of government because the same shit goes on up here too. I mean, the issue of, one of the issues up here in Canada is employment insurance. Uh, employment insurance has been functional. It's helped people for decades. Since the Second World War, there hasn't been a problem. But then in the 90s, the government of the day started taking the surplus from the unemployment insurance fund and rolling it over into general revenues so they could spend it on what they wanted. There and you then go. as this kept going on, all of a sudden, oh, well, the rates that you have to contribute are going up. And then yeah. they keep going up. And they keep going up. And then all of right. a sudden, oh, well, the eligibility is shorter. You're not going to get on unemployment insurance for as long. And you no. have to work more hours to even get it now, etc., etc. So right now in Canada, apparently, there's more money being made in a year in Canada now in wages than there ever has been before. But, unemployment is rising and it's harder to get unemployment insurance now than it ever was before. So how the fuck yeah. does that make any sense? It, no, doesn't. it doesn't. What makes sense is that government is stealing all that fucking money.
3: And also, and and government really is corporations. So it's a corpora- the international corporations that have no allegiance to any country that are supranational, uh, if you will. They, right, ICP? Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. B P any name I'm, name it. <laughs> you know? I'm
2: constantly watching out for BP because like there's been so much stuff that's happened in the United States and I'm like, why are we in the United States letting British petroleum get away with it? We wouldn't let our own companies get away with this, but oh it's British petroleum.
6: We're gonna Remember let South you
3: get away Park. with it. Remember South Park episode where they had the BP guy and he was apologizing and like uh by the yeah. fireplace? All right. Well, Trey Parker, or Matt or whoever it is, they they did a, th- a really great point of what um, you were talking about, which is uh, to get away from the future myth. And, oh, the promised land in the future that's gonna come. You know, which was actually what the first premiere of Doctor Who was all about. But I won't get into that. Um, but uh, it's all about like, oh, you know. You're gonna do this, and then you're gonna get this, and then you're gonna get Social Security, and but none of that's for certain. So you got to live in it now because, like, it's, you're gonna be dead before you even get to that level, you know, where you're right. gonna retire. And who knows? You could get your retirement tomorrow, you know? Yeah. Well, like when
2: I was a kid, I can remember like space travel. You know, visions of the future. We were going to have domed cities on the moon and a colony on Mars, and you know, and and so I mean, far, I'm really disappointed in that because what have we thrown up there? Okay, we got a couple Tonka trucks on Mars.
3: Yeah, but we don't yeah. know. Then and there might be a black operations secret space well, program. Well, I'm, I'm just
2: yeah. I'm just praying every day that you know I, I see NASA tweet. The Mars rover found gold,
4: oh yeah, yeah, the
2: instant that happens, dude, we're on our way As for, yeah, well, that's, <laughs>
4: yeah. The, re- the reason the reason the space age future got abandoned is because there's too much war to be fought here, War costs money,
3: yeah, yeah, hey, I'm you reading know,
4: that's
3: it by way, which uh you guys should all have if, if you guys ready goon. Uh, great movie, book, um, amazing book. It's more than it is a movie. Um, it's incredible. It's all about this. It's all about politics and grand games where these these people plant prophecies on different planets so that the people there will recognize these prophecies and then when they arrive, they have their worship of gods and stuff and have control of their resources, which is actually water in the fe- so, it's uh, very interesting. Highly recommend it. Brandon's a book yeah. recommend.
2: So that's a really great series, yeah. And it goes way beyond the movie. I mean, uh,
3: yeah. Paul dude.
2: Yeah. yeah, he actually ends up becoming pretty much a god.
3: Does he? You know? I have, spoiler alert, yeah, because I haven't uh, gotten to the end of all the books yet, you know. But I'm right at the point where Paul was sort of... Uh, Kind, the Haya Karak, or whatever it's called, the, um, you know, but he doesn't know it yet. It's Really interesting, but the bank desert, it's a plant. I find that, that whole concept in the politics of um, Atreus and how it's a desert ocean, uh, a desert planet, uh, um, that you know, water is the highest commodity. Um, you can you can see that as like on a on an avian avatar, or like. Uh, oil on Earth, you
2: know? Right, yeah.
3: Or even energy, just energy. No, you know, or water itself. Well, uh, sooner or later, my professor, like uh, Michael Clare, Michael P. Clare, look him up. He wrote a book called The Resource Wars and he predicted about, I want to say 10 years ago, that, um, about 10 years ago, that, uh, uh, sooner about by the year twenty twenty we're gonna have a resource world water clean and sorry you see it happening in California right now where they're having like drought and the water shortages and all the stuff and blah blah blah. It's gonna stop there. They have testing camps, like Canadian Glenn was talking about. They started the Canadian uh basically social security and, um unemployment insurance or whatever it is. They started Messing with that, and they mess with it in other countries first, and then they bring it to the U.S. To see how it acts and works. And they already have it figured out, but they bring it to the U.S. Now they're going to plan it and strategize it and everything, man. Like, this is uh, something we got to wake like, up to and like look at it. And kind of stop. It's really serious. Like, the topic of the New World Order is its is true. It doesn't matter if you, if you, like that first caller said, that it's all in our head. No, it's not all in our head. In reality, this is a truth. This is true that there exist people that do seek profit and do not give a damn about me, you, or anybody else in the world except for themselves. They live for themselves without any repercussions for their own children. I think we've proven that today. So, you know, yeah, it is real. And, you know, prepare yourselves and as spiritually, mentally, as much as possible. You know, because look at the trends that are happening but at the same point, man. You gotta laugh. You gotta take a load off and that's the best way to fight everything, I think.
1: Speaking of laughs, uh, let's get onto <laughs> another topic and that is that the government published a detailed instruction on how to safely roast marshmallows. That's right. What? The United States... Yeah, no, listen. The United States Forest Service on Friday published a nearly 700-word article on how to safely roast marshmallows. Uh, uh, um, uh. As one might expect, you know, the article is riddled with safety tips that might, you know, make you think twice of uh, even carrying matches into the forest at all, let alone actually igniting a marshmallow and putting, see, it, now, putting your family's I'll, life at risk with a goddamn marshmallow. Now, I always like to
2: get my marshmallow just to the point where it was on fire and then throwing
3: it
1: at my sister. It real quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Thats illegal. Well, maybe So that that's, it, would catch, it would catch her clothing on fire, and she'd run around no, and scream, no, and try, then we all had have a good time.
2: Skin, You try to get some skin, get it to stick to the side of her face or something, like napalm.
1: Oh, God damn, dude. And, that's yeah. fucking torture. That, I'm pretty sure that, that, that qualifies as torture.
2: A, you know, that just makes it's the right. whole camping trip worth it.
4: Yeah, oh, man. Maybe that's no. because marshmallows are probably fifty-five percent petroleum-based now, and they're much more volatile. That's why they had to come out with this. Yeah, that's
1: right. Rich. Let's let's go through some of their safety tips for fun, because this is fun Marsh- shit. Marshmallow right here.
2: roasting safety tips. How did we end Marshmallow
1: up Marshmallow doing- fucking because I said so. That's how. Fuck you. <laughs> I uh, said so. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So first, it says this is the fucking article. It says first. Let's talk safety. Never start a campfire when there are fire restrictions in place. The restrictions are put in place for your safety and blah, blah, fuck you. We all know that shit. Um, it also warns that children should be given a stern talking to before any of the, quote, fun begins. <laughs> uh, I
2: guess that was A to B, I guess. That's right,
1: that's right.
3: A nice talk. I think... Be-
1: A stern talking to. All right, so some experts, quote, uh, some experts advocate a 10-foot rule between young children and a campfire. Fucking how are you going to roast a goddamn marshmallow from 10 feet away?
3: Right. First of all, (laughs) and second of all, how do you know how big the fire is? Right, like you're
1: going to fucking, like, get some scientific equipment out that's going to, like, figure out the average fucking radius of the flame at the time. Shit.
2: Right? There should be a cell phone app for that. <laughs>
1: it probably is.
2: <laughs> right?
1: Let's see. Okay. Uh, uh,
2: finally, the, are, uh,
1: the article goes down to liar, up,
2: 300
4: lumens. I'm, I'm sure the, the, the article goes, goes down, down to...
1: Uh, the, finally, the article gets down to marshmallow basics and starts recommending the use of a roasting stick of at least thirty inches. That's two and a half feet, or about half as long or more as yeah. the children roasting the marshmallows. Okay, uh, the so the article kid, doesn't. What? Go ahead.
3: A, a tiny little kid is supposed to hold this giant. they <laughs> just a roasted marshmallow, and, and yeah, and yeah. These little kids. I
1: recommend using a fishing line and fucking yeah. a fishing rod. Fucking pulling that shit over. <laughs> All right, the article doesn't recommend a maximum length for a roasting stick. The Forest Service admits that most people use roasted uh, marshmallows to make s'mores and even offers detailed instructions for making one. But then it suggests ways you make s'mores healthy. I think uh, that fucking Michelle Obama is behind this show. Uh, I, okay, it, it says, is shit. Okay, I shit you not. I shit you not.
2: If you're just not I, making s'mores. You're not. No,
1: listen, listen. What are you, I shit you. Broccoli and rice crackers. What? <laughs> I'll I'll tell you. I shit you not. It says, think fruit. Grill thin slices of pineapple, and substitute chocolate for sweet warm fruit. You will still get a tasty treat. By substituting with fruit, it's healthier as long as you watch the amount of marshmallows used. If you want to cut down even more on the calories, try using slices of angel food cake instead of graham crackers. What the fuck planet do we fucking live on?
3: So we can't make a
1: goddamn s'more without people being like, you know, it's better than that graham cracker.
3: They're creating a new childhood for these kids, and that's a scary thing. They want a new children, a new type of child to emerge, whereas we had the s'mores, and that is, I'm sorry, but that is not going to go away with me. I will hold on to the s'mores to the rest of my days. I will be grilling s'mores the day I die, okay? In my own way, right next to the fire, blow the smoke out, put it on the cracker, put a hot piece of chocolate on there, and gobble that thing up too hot, all right? The, and I'll cheat to my kids that way, and, and and but safely, of course, always. But the substitute, it takes away your whole experience of childhood, doesn't it? I mean, I grew up camping. I don't know about you guys, yeah. but you know, yeah. It, yeah. more meant a lot, you know?
1: A lot that's, of
4: campfires, dude. I know. Yeah, that whole that's, exercise.
3: That's like a
2: More is one of the most decadent things you can eat. I'm sorry.
4: Yeah,
0: it is. <laughs>
2: And I like I like to, like, just, like, throw the graham cracker into the fire and put my marshmallow between mm. two pieces of chocolate. And that mm. way you can spend, like, 20 minutes just licking it off of your hand afterwards.
3: Uh, messy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's, right. that's the best.
3: Uh, it's scary, man. Come on. They're robbing us of a childhood here. They're trying to create new children. Like, Stern talking to, why can't you just tell a kid, compassionately like, so that... Got to be safe around this fire, you know. And you no, you know, know, you know what my dad because did. Guess my that's dad let us get burned. Uh,
2: that's that's the way my dad was.
0: He'll only what? do
2: it once. You know, I, he, he, if I was playing in the fire and somebody was like, "Oh, don't let him play in the fire," and it's like, "No, let him get burned." He'll yeah. only do it once.
1: It's He'll only
2: do it once, and I did. I got burned, and I only <laughs> did it once.
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember picking up an ember. It was pretty. I was probably yeah. like fucking seven or some shit. I was like, oh, look at that. And I touched That's it and wonderful. went, son of a fucking bitch. That's fucking hot. I burned my fingers and they put aloe vera on it. I'm not fucking <laughs> scarred for life. It's just the no, thing and you not learn. Only
4: that,
2: not only that, you learned not to pick up an embers and you probably learned a little bit of first
5: aid.
3: Thank you.
2: Yes. Right.
3: right? Right. You, more right.
1: Safe. you get
4: two so things out of
1: that. Wow. There's
4: there's something else we gotta get to here. Joan Rivers. Is she dead yet?
1: <laughs> no. 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 I'm glad you brought that up, Glenn. I'm so glad you I brought know. that up. Look at Glenn here, fucking being my backup. Fuck you, Scott. Glenn is on no. my phone. <laughs> <side>. You're fucked. <laughs> You're fucking fucked, dude. <laughs> no,
2: I actually no. like Joan Rivers, and I, I'm kind of thinking Joan that... Rivers. I'm Go thinking that, that she's had so much plastic surgery that oh. she died several years ago, yeah. and what's left is is just this Um, hanging a piece of talking
1: skin on a skeleton. Here's the thing, though. I can sum up the entire situation with Joan Rivers, aside from the fact that she's in a medically induced coma. The big deal with Joan Rivers is the shit with Israel and Gaza and all that stuff that everybody wants to talk about because she's a Jew. She's obviously going to be on fucking Israel's side. But here's the thing. She's a famous person just like all the other famous people who are deluded and don't actually know what's fucking going on. So she's gonna pick the side that makes the most sense for. Plus, she's old as hell, man. I mean, come on, she's not keeping up with the times. And on top of this,
3: on top of this, here's comedians in a nutshell.
1: Against Israel and Hollywood, you get no rules at all. Well, here's here's comedians in a nutshell. They, if you want to get work, and you want to fucking be a part of that world, you kind of have to obey, and you kind of have to just be a part of that. Because, I'm sorry, if you have your own opinion, you're going to be like Mark Maron or Bill Hicks or fucking Doug Stanhope or these people who fucking way later in life, they found ways to fucking be successful and still be themselves. But it was so goddamn hard. Like, look at Mark Maron. He's famous for a podcast, dude. He has, like, the best podcast that there is. And he's, like, 50. But guess He's what? not famous for comedy. He's famous for his podcast. No, no, no. And so is Adam Carolla. But guess
3: what? They all have Jewish agents. That Each one of them will admit that L.A. and Hollywood is run by liberal, biased
1: Jewish people.
3: And it just happens yeah. to be that. Okay, if, he, if,
1: if anybody hasn't noticed that, then I'm sorry, you're living under a rock. Yeah, if you haven't noticed that a lot of Hollywood is pretty much a lot of Jewish people, a lot of liberal bias. I mean, look, yeah. if you just watch Comedy Central, if you just watch Comedy Central, you go, holy son of a bitch, do they ever get anything but fucking other than liberal comics on the shows? Because all I see is liberal fucking comics.
3: Notice John Stewart um, and how he is, he's, he's Jewish, so he's obviously going to be pro-Israeli. Uh, you got yeah. people like Natalie Portman who helped Alan Dershowitz write a case for Israel, which was a plagiarism, actually. Well,
1: hold up a second. Hold up, John Stewart actually did make a case for Gazans.
3: Yeah, he oh, yeah. Did. yeah, he did.
1: He did. He no. said, uh, "Where are they supposed to go? Are they supposed to fucking swim in the water? What are they supposed to do?" You know, and no, I was like, "Son of a bitch!" Me. He made the right point. You know, they they're really secluded to the point they've got. They're in an internment camp. It's just a really big one. But that just is
3: right. that, like, his whole—I don't know—his whole pro. There is a pro-Israeli uh, uh, bias in the whole media. There, I mean, well, he, of
4: course, he, they fucking that own that
3: it. Networks. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> right?
1: You'll get fired if you don't if you don't tell the line. If you don't tell the line, you're done.
3: You'll be put down for roles if you don't if you if you don't drive I heard from very high up Well, not high very high he was in the hangover. This guy he he drives a Prius and has a Jewish Asian only because so he can get roles in movies. You know? If you don't well, put you heard up, it here
1: you, you heard it here on. first, folks. Brandon knows a dude from the hangover he won't say the name, but they have a Jewish agent, and they said that's why they have a Jewish agent. You heard it here. I'm just clarifying yeah. it so everybody knows. And
3: and uh, I call him the kid.
4: Whatever. He if he wants to kid. sell out, he can go right ahead.
3: No, he's not a sell, He's a good guy. He has a few podcasts out there, actually, that's doing very well. He's a very talented guy. But he admits that he has to play the game. Um, you know, right. he right. has to sell out right. to be a... A TV whore. And that's what Joe Rogan didn't like. He didn't like how, like, Joe Rogan questions everything sci-fi network. You know, he didn't like how it was managed. And uh, so, you know, he's, it might come back, I guess. But, um, you know, like the idea that you can't pull up in, like, a muscle car or, you know, or anything like that. They love liberals. I'm telling you, it is a liberal, buy it culture in LA and the people that make decisions and run Hollywood are by and large, not all of them, are by and large liberal and uh, want to promote a certain agenda. So that's all I'm going to say. And if you don't believe
1: it, it's fine. But just look at the... Answer. I think I think we're all pretty much in agreement on that. Let's move yeah, on. Yeah. To, uh, yeah. I don't let's let's move on. on to how, about, how about this? This is kind of a big deal. How about Scottish independence, huh? Huh? Anyone yeah, Scottish good for independence, those. Right? How yeah. badass is that? Now, having Bad-up. mentioned that, did you know that there were some Scottish that are selling their votes on eBay? <laughs> that shit you <laughs> know. Really? There are some I, Scottish that are, that literally, I, this is what they've said, is like, well, whether or not we're independent or a part of the crown, it kind of doesn't affect my family. So I decided to go on eBay and be like, how about you choose for me? Yeah. And they've literally sold votes at like a like one point six two pounds, like a buck sixty
3: two. That's like three bucks.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's pretty cheap to buy a a vote for Scottish independence.
3: Imagine we can do that. We, how many people would sell their votes in America?
4: Yeah, and the the Koch brothers would buy every fucking one of them.
1: (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, we just need to, that's why, again, I, I said it to you, Glenn, earlier, that's why anarchy is one Sounds of the good, best, Glenn. it's the not best good. fucking,
0: no it's worries. the best
1: view to have is anarchy, because there's no, there, you're not going to see any politician try to take over the anarchist movement, because the anarchist no. movement is, you're gone voice. forever, so they can't take, so it, so over. Can't take it over. Anarcho-syndicalism,
3: so, I think, is the best way to go.
1: Um right. I don't know much about syndicalism. What are we gonna do if we
3: if we get rid of the rulers? It'll be, Edmund Burke in the French Revolution. He said it's gonna repeat the hierarchy, and it's like no. Right. There's, there's been there's been volumes upon volumes of literature, of anarchist literature that Noam Chomsky used to read, like old stuff that from the 1800s. And even the factory girls in Lowell in the early 1800s were talking about like organizing and, and and a whole new world that, that was based on um, you know uh, workers having a, a vote in the in the in the workplace as well as outside the workplaces. If you don't, then you're really not fully free. You know what I mean? So they had this whole. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know what it
2: reminds me of is that meme, um, and I know you love this meme, Bo, and it's where the, young, the uh, little kid goes to his dad and he says, Dad, I, I'm yeah. a libertarian.
0: <laughs>
2: and, and, the, and the dad goes, oh, no, my roads. And he turns and he jumps out the window, breaking through the glass, and he's like, where are my roads? Yeah, he's running.
1: He's running through fields. There's no roads anymore. They're all and gone. There's no exactly. roads
2: anymore. <laughs> you know, and that's it's funny. Is like because they actually think that kind of kind of yeah. stuff. You know.
1: Yeah. It's bizarre. It, it's really. I think there's not
2: going to be any more roads, and it's like no. Most libertarians have got stuff figured out, and look at the roads now. You know the infrastructure is breaking down on a on a daily basis.
3: Yep, and, and the model, economic development. I mean, I'm talking about the nitty gritty. Like this is but um the, the solutions that,
2: don't line their pockets with money. That's the problem. That's
4: right.
3: You guys over here, ZNet or Z Magazine or anything like that.
4: No.
3: Um, While well, they're a great um, uh, place out of Boston, they have a whole thing. And this guy wrote a um. Uh, whole, it's called econ the economy of the next of the future and he draws on the anarchist literature and shows how old and ancient is actually a system of being and a system of s- setting up shipping and um, everything um, from food to its um, resources and how it, every, everything could be managed and just it's just an alternative model of economic development that's based on anarchist socialist anarchist and it's, it's beautiful I mean look at even Edward Bellamy's. I don't know if you guys have ever seen it because it's so suppressed it's called called um, looking backward or looking forward He, fo- this guy wakes up in the future and it's a utopia where it's kind of an, based on anarchist anarcho-syndicalist principle where like you go to uh, a labor camp for uh, like a, a, you go to this army and you, you, all you do for about for, from the age of 24 or to 26 or 25 or something like that, you work in this, you know, helping people with food and it all works and that's it. And then you get to retire, enjoy pursuing whatever you want, poetry, music for the rest of your life. You're guaranteed a
0: home and land.
3: And, it, and there are models out there, and people like right. to think that you no. Know, just it, as
2: simple just as Bill out. Hicks' idea, you know, if we just stop waging war and
6: creating
2: war and doing this, uh, and take all that money that's spent on that, and uh, we could feed and clothe every individual on the planet, nobody left behind, and we could explore space forever.
1: Yep. Yeah. Hey, and speaking of, of space. Hey, speaking yeah. of space, dude. Did you hear about the first robot astronaut that was lonely in space? Did you hear about that shit? Oh, what? what? Yeah, what they making... they sent they sent a fucking um, robotic uh audi- like uh. Hang on, let me pull it up. Um, first name? robot How? astronaut lonely in space. It was a uh, a little tiny robot, but it was completely automated and shit. And uh, let's see. they sent it up to a company, a uh, Japanese commander of the International Space Station. He was the first one to be the, the Japanese commander of the International Space Station. And so they sent him up there, and he's uh, to test his autonomous conversation functions, right? And so he's up there, and um, once the captain came back down to Earth, they left the robot up there. And so after they left him up there, Aww. they observed his, yeah, it's kind of sad. So they observed his autonomous conversation functions, and he actually said, I think I felt lonely with uh, my companion gone. Yeah. And, and, you and then it was recorded saying, I'm a little have- tired, so I think I'll rest a while, but I hope you'll look up at the sky and sometimes think of me.
3: okay. If that hadn't been written by the programmer as an algorithm into the program, he would not have said that.
1: Okay? That's Either stupid. way. People's emotions. I mean, it's, it's autonomous, though. It picks the conversation that it uses automatically based on what's going on. So I don't know. I suppose it makes sense to say, like, if there's nobody here, I'm going to have it seem sad because I'm the programmer and I'm fucking sad. No one's in the room with me. <laughs> you no, know?
4: well, they just yeah, the, the Japanese have always <laughs> the Japanese have always programmed their robots like that to have human characteristics like that. They've always done that. Tamagotchis. Right. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, so you guys, guys don't think they, it's surprising to at all. You
4: gotta take care
3: of like a little pet or something, a little dog. And it would get lonely and sad if you didn't or you know, yeah, those, uh, What were
2: those called? Those little keychains, the Gigapet.
3: Tamagotchi Tamagachi. I
1: yeah,
3: The Gigapet, Tamagachi. Tamagachi. Oh, gee, thought, yeah. Giga yeah. Pet, something like that. Yeah, they had many of them, many different. So no surprise. Yeah, there were there. many
1: iterations of those. That's true.
3: But good point because like now that's huge on a large scale. That's getting people to think like wow, like like Wally. Saw it in the movie wall where he was alone and he found E and then yeah, you know what I mean. And like, so we're thinking, oh, it's just like the movie Wall-E, I can relate to that. Monkey oh, see, monkey do. Predictive fucking programming. Eight one zero one. So you're saying
1: this is this is another one of those uh, incidents of Hollywood quote predicting, even though it's not prediction. It's yeah, we know what's going to happen. Because we're doing it physically, actually pulling this off, and that is no, the concept, the,
2: the
0: the concept
2: for Wally was around when Walt Disney was still alive, I guess that was one of the last really? ideas that was pitched to him I didn't know and, that and yeah, that was like one of the last ideas that was pitched to Disney himself, wow. and uh, they thought they thought that the public wouldn't be able to handle the concept. And they wouldn't understand, you know,
3: robotics and tech. And yeah, right.
2: Yeah,
3: and plus and the
2: way they portrayed the human beings, they didn't—they didn't like the way they portrayed the human beings becoming oh, these right. fat, lazy things that just sat in the chairs all day. Right. Oh yeah, and
4: that's not—that's not realistic, not at sure. right. sure. um, You know,
2: like because like when the captain first, you know, finds out, you know, about her, he starts researching it, you know.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And he doesn't—he doesn't realize how much he really does doesn't understand about where he came from,
3: right? Wow! I didn't know that. But yeah, so yeah. like even like Kubrick with the yeah, AI. Yeah, my, kid,
2: my kids told me that actually. Yeah.
3: Really? I, like,
2: I didn't—I didn't know that until until uh, my kids were watching it just the other day. And you know, I was like, messed- Really?
3: Hey, have you guys noticed oh. topic? Right. Add topic real quick. Um these dance moms. You're sharing. adding
1: to the topics? That's not allowed. You're not allowed ad to add to the topic. topic. You can add anything you want.
3: Just a just a quick one. <laughs> these, this dance mom show, okay? All right. Have what? you noticed that like these little kids will come out in like bikinis and like very, very suggestive poses and like and very sexy, like imitating like Beyonce being with like a song and like You ever noticed notice this stuff on T V? Is
2: it like hosted by Pedal Bear or
3: No It it's uh it's like these moms that yell at each other and push it, make their child dance for um this mug this woman that yells at him the whole time. And then they get Oh, you are what about
1: the... Well, no, no, that's like, what is it, Toddlers and Tiaras?
4: No, there's yeah, that a show. Sounds like some, sh- um, sounds like some shit on TLC. Fuck that whole <laughs> network. It's it on is.
1: E. I think it's on E, dude. I think it's on E. Same shit.
2: Same, well,
1: same well, fucking network. Fuck
2: that network. Fuck every network.
1: Dude,
3: it's, it's, it's right? the thing. Right? Fuck is, the networks. That kids are getting progressively younger and sexualized, more sexualized as and you younger, is what I've seen on uh, the media and, and TV and stuff. Like, MT I retweeted an MTV tweet, and it showed. Um, like, uh, you got to check it out. It's like a weight. It's like a new diet build. Like Katy Perry endorsed or whatever. Who cares? And it's, uh, but yeah, the that's
2: like that's like these women out there that are teaching their two year olds how to torque.
3: But really, yeah, dude. It's all pedophilia, though, this, like, like even Crowley said this, like this will be the age of the child, the age of Horus, the aeon of Horus is coming upon us, and this will be of the sexualized child And even Kevin the Smith, younger
4: the younger you train your consumer, the longer they will be a loyal consumer. That's that is correct.
1: Power. Right. That's and then that's the way the brain works, yeah. That's the best that's the, that's the way the brain works. Like, it's yeah. all sexualized. That's,
2: like, that's, what's why it? Mc, that's why why McDonald's put playgrounds in their fucking restaurants. Yeah.
4: yeah. That's right. It, and Wait, you why, know.
1: whoa, 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 stop. What do you mean that's why McDonald's put playgrounds in their... I don't understand that statement. Explain.
2: Well, what Glenn said, the younger you train your consumer, the longer, the longer and more loyal that consumer will be.
4: Yeah, because oh, okay. the kids... The kid bitches and complains they want to go to McDonald's and jump on the fucking Mayor McCheese. So the parents take them, then they grow up, and they have kids, and they remember all the great times they had at McDonald's. So where do they take their right. fucking kids?
3: Right. Yeah. Wow. And, and I work with them. You know, um,
1: I guess I'm the exception that proves the rule, because I did that same shit as the kid. And I'm fucking almost thirty years old, and I I've told my kid we're never fucking going to McDonald's. That shit's poison. Well, like, where, but it tastes that's where good. Like
0: and I'm like, are above I don't average. care that it
1: tastes good. Fucking antifreeze tastes good, and it's poison. That's right. It doesn't matter that it tastes good. There's all kinds of poisons really? that taste good. How do you know antifreeze Any, tastes good? That might. You want to hear anything. that story? I'll tell you that story. Shit. I worked yeah, in. No, I, I, like work, I anti- worked. Story. I was in auto mechanics class. I was in auto mechanics class, right? And we had the one guy that was the crazy guy, right? He was the dude that was like fucking out there. I mean, it was to the point where you're like, I'm in high school but I feel like if I wanted to buy a kilo of heroin, he would know who I should talk to. That's the guy, right? <laughs> so like I think we all yeah. have one of
2: those guys in high school, yeah. I might have been that guy in high school.
1: <laughs> oh, shit. That's my guitar player, folks. Anyways, I uh, so like he fucking would, anytime we had to fucking use antifreeze or fill up a radiator, etc., he would fucking dip his pinky in the antifreeze and lick it. And I was like, what are you doing? Are you nuts? And he was like, it tastes good. I'm like, nuh He's like, no. And then he says, haven't you ever heard that people kill themselves by drinking antifreeze? The reason they do it is because it's fucking sweet. It tastes really good. It goes down easy, even though you're going to die. And I was like, what? And he's like, dip your finger. Just get a drop, and it won't hurt you. And I'm like, and I was like, all right. So I dip my finger, and I swear (laughs) to God, it's like really sweet. It's it's. And there's yeah. also like a murder happening behind the scenes in somebody's room. Who the I fuck mean, is ha What
4: is going on?
1: Uh, somebody's dying. Wanted.
4: Well, that's antifreeze is one of the oldest ways around to poison animals. Just put antifreeze on a piece of bread or something and put it really? out. Any? Oh yeah. Any dog or cat or fucking rabbit oh, or anything. God. They'll They'll eat it. Oh yeah. <laughs> they'll eat it.
2: Right. Well, I learned it from the Simpsons. When Bart went to France, the French were putting antifreeze in their wine.
4: Did they? I don't remember yeah. that
2: part. <laughs> To make it taste better, and Bart found out about it. And then I was sitting there going, no why would they do that? And apparently you can get drunk off of it.
3: Wow. It's, it's, that sounds like some, yeah,
1: you know, alchemical. Yet another or... reason why people would pick that to commit suicide. Not only do you get wasted... It tastes good, and you're just not going to wake up, so it's kind of pleasant. Well, at least I know how to go now. Yep, probably right? in glycol. <laughs> Moving on from the depressing topic of suicide, yeah. how about we kick it up a notch and we move on to, let's say, the U.S. hikes the fee to expatriate. Did you hear right. about that shit? No. Apparently, they raised it uh, 422%. If you want to renounce your citizenship, that's how much more it is now to no longer be an American. So guess who that excludes? Yeah, no, yeah, that's right. It excludes poor people. If you're poor and you no longer want to be an American citizen, I'm sorry, but you can't afford that.
4: Why don't you just, just fucking
3: well, leave? want be? Yeah. You know, well because if anybody
2: so who's poor, why are they why are they doing that anyway? So what are, well, I mean
1: me. you kinda you kinda don't have to, but there's like an exit tax. I don't know if you've heard of this shit. There's an exit tax. Not, yeah.
4: Fuck off.
1: I know, right? right? That's ridiculous. And I don't know if anybody remembers this, but that crazy fucker, Ron Paul. Remember that crazy fuck who was nothing uh, shit? And he said this shit on the fucking debates like, I'd be a little bit more worried about a country wanting to keep you in than preventing people from coming in. He had some moments, man. Too bad. And, and people, and when he said that, everyone laughed at him. And look at this shit now. He was fucking verbatim on the dime. Yep. Sorry, folks, but Ron Paul was right, and you're all fucked.
4: Uh, you too and you should have to the guy. John yeah. Paul was right about a lot of fucking things. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I wrote a song about that. The man who you, could say no the, shit. Yeah,
1: I don't think yeah, I heard I, it.
2: Yeah, I sent it to you.
1: Oh wait, wait. What did you say it was called?
2: Remember, I told you it's because it, uh, it's. I just wrote the beginning of it. It's like an intro.
1: Oh, right, and I couldn't come up with anything else. I feel like an asshole now. Yeah, that's one of those ones anything. we're
3: going to have to get together for.
1: Yeah, some songs, dude, you just have to jam out. There's just no yeah, other way. You, really,
3: you have a person right there, and you need to really get the business, man. you got to get in a space where everything's cool and you're relaxed. It's something that, yeah. you know, send somebody, then you send it back to them, they send it back to you, and that's cool, too, if you're on a wave run, but... Getting together, there's nothing well, like that, man. You can rain on it We need to
0: speaking. get we need to get
2: that kickstart going, man. So we hey, get did together.
0: Well, did
2: you hear about
3: right? the cooler that I was talking about like a few months ago, or whatever? Uh, when you guys were talking about Kickstarter, and, um, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, this cooler out there." Well, guess what? It made point four million dollars, uh, or got ten point four million dollars. And is it off the potato salad? The cooler I was talking about with the blender on top, and um, you can right? plug in his radio. And you know, I told you about that, yeah. And I said, yeah. watch out for it, you guys just saw a, kick, a Kickstarter. You no, know, that's but, what I'm
2: telling. And and Bo's like, well, other bands have tried this and that and this and that, and it's like, you know what? Those other bands, for one, they are not Blue Vino.
3: That's right. Okay. And that. f- that's,
2: for two. Yeah, look, look at the stuff they're trying to do, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's like, you know, oh, we need $1,500 for a new amp. It's like, okay, well, you know, you can probably save up that amount. And I'll tell you what, Bo, I will say it on the Kickstart, too. If we reach the fifty grand mark, I will ride to Ohio on my
3: scooter. <laughs> Oof, that'd
1: be awesome.
2: And, and I... <laughs> I will ride there on my scooter and I will document
1: the trip. Yeah, I was gonna say if you did that, you would be obligated to literally I film will. almost the whole I thing. I will. I will. Yeah, Which we could afford to do if family. you got if you got fifty if we got fifty grand for the Kickstarter, I would actually buy you a GoPro camera, some fucking big ass memory cards, and you would record the whole trip with a helmet with the fucking camera oh, on. Oh,
3: be awesome. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I will. Yeah.
1: And we well, fucking make a film out of that shit. Like, all right, here's the band. That fucking we're two thousand something miles apart, and to do this, fucking it takes a scooter ride for two thousand miles. Uh, you know. I wonder how
2: just, long that would take me. Probably regretting. That I have already, no idea.
1: <laughs> It'd be a little bit faster than riding a horse, so you've got that going for you, right? Yeah. Seems like hey, moving on. We've got we've got like let's see, what do we got? We've got like twelve minutes left. There's only two topics left. Uh, I don't one think... I can just pass through like really quick. The whole ISIS promotes the use of porous US Mexico border for future terrorist activities. Fuck, Fuck that. that. Shit. Fuck that shit. Here's here's you my know, message to Americans. Here's my message to Americans. If you live on the border, fucking form your own goddamn militia and take care of business because the government yeah. doesn't fucking give a shit. Fucking do yeah, this the shit. The government yourself. doesn't
2: care and and ISIS was formed by the by the United States and funded by the CIA and all that shit, so yeah. Not
1: surprising. Exactly. Yeah. Now moving on but yeah. let's skip over that and go straight to the last thing because I think honestly we could talk about this probably into overtime. And it's uh maritime law. And at first it sounds like, well, that sounds boring as shit. Maritime law? I'm not a sailor. No, but here's the deal. Fucking maritime law regarding the court system, there's a shitload of fucking secrets that people don't understand about our court system that...
2: Want well, me like, tell you one? A lot of
1: our laws are yeah. fucking bullshit, and there's no right that they have to uphold any laws at all. It's
2: Maritime law is the reason... The reason your name is in capital letters on your birth certificate. No, I wasn't even going to say that. Right.
1: Uh, is right. That, but what were you going to say?
3: I can lecture on this, but just very simply. When you go to court, okay, the judge comes in. Look at the flag that they have up. Not the state flag and the United States flag.
1: The Jolly um, Roger. It's the Jolly Roger because it's encased in fucking gold fringe.
3: Well, but listen, here's the thing to pay attention to. The, the surroundings of the flag, as opposed to, like, a normal flag that you see in, in a park or wherever, is covered by, like, a golden thread all around. That's
0: what I just said. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh, you did.
1: So, okay. A gold so, yeah. you know what that means? That means... Uh, it, the, it, it means... It means... It says right here, the Jolly Roger in maritime law means if you come upon a flag that is not recognized in international law, it's a pirate flag. Anything attached to Title IV U.S.C. 1 comma 2 flag, meaning gold fringe, it mutilates the flag. And under Title IV U.S.C. 3 carries a one-year prison term. The gold fringe is an added color and represents color of law when placed upon. Uh, yeah. The flag, the fringe is a mutilation. It suspends the Constitution and establishes color of law. The gold fringe okay. flag that utilizes the color color of law and portends to be an American flag is not the American flag. It right. is a pirate flag, and it is your warning as to whom slash what you are about to do business with. Army Regulation 260-10 states that the gold fringe may be used only. Regimental colors, the president's flag for a military right. court uh, marshal and for the flags used at military recruiting centers. And so, that saying, means they have, the, they have. Wait, go on. Okay, you continue. Go ahead.
3: Really, just one quick thing. And this is all I had. To, I, I didn't know all that, but I need some know it. But um, it's used. It's flown under 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 the British. It was flown during times of war, only during times of war, if you research this, that is only, the golden thread is around there. It may have Jolly Roger roots or whatever, and pirate fly, and I I, I totally believe that, but um, it means you're at war. And when you step past the bar, which used to be right on um, a ship, you are actually passing into the captain's ship, okay? And only right. you can't pass the bar. Only people that have passed the bar can pass the bar. And so they there's a lot of hidden secrets. Maritime is the law of the sea, and the law of the land, and the law of the sea is almost... Every, is, it supersedes... Um, and a lot of the language, like birth and canal and um, Certificate of Manifest, which is your birth certificate, birth certificate. Um, a bank, a river bank, a current currency, liquid assets, um, all based, all money, based on maritime admiralty law.
0: That's and right. So
3: you go in there and you accept, and, and like at the casino, they win 100% of the time. So they come in, you come in there, you sit there, and they'll give you They'll they'll let a prisoner go once in a while to give the, just like the casino, to give the illusion that there is a winner once in a while. But um, on the whole, they're winning once you even accept their jurisdiction. Or even, um, actually, the biggest thing is is keeping your corporate name. And and, and this has been the topic that I've been getting into with... um, uh, my the the daily radio show um, I I look to them, an occasional guest on uh, Kate of Guy I, I think I talked about gets way way deep into this and I can send you kind of links to that but it's a big fraud it's all in the language it's the whole spell the making the mocking us you, if you take on a lawyer if if you do like I have a lawyer right now okay um. But because um, uh, of my car accident, if you do do that, you are basically saying that you are an imbecile and are not psychically um, sound enough you're not to fit. represent yourself. Yep, you're not fit well, to represent and yourself. And it was right that,
2: and it was because a lot of a lot of sailors couldn't read or write.
3: Right,
1: that's it. You got it, man. Now, when it comes so to have, our courts, though, on hang on, hang on. When it comes to our courts, the flag itself in the court is the court's advertisement of the yeah. laws that govern their contracts. That's why it has the gold fringe. If you do not wish to contract with these courts, then jurisdiction must be challenged. In order to correctly challenge jurisdiction, you must remember, um, uh, well, it says, uh, uh, it says Gertie versus Logan. Uh, which is a court case,
0: but it states
1: it is an elementary rule of pleading that a plea to the jurisdiction is a tacit admission that the court has a right to judge in the case and is a waiver to all exception to the jurisdiction, which means that if you do plea, you have waived your right to challenge jurisdiction. And when the judge attempts to enter a plea for you, so say you say, nope, I don't think that this court has jurisdiction. And when the judge says, "Oh well, fine, I'm going to enter a plea for you," well, that's when you say, "No, you cannot yeah. practice from the bench. You're not my attorney, and I don't give right. you to, permission to act on my behalf." Yes, yeah, right. And then they're fucked. And a lot away. of a lot of judges screwed. walk up and they leave the courtroom. And when they leave the courtroom, that is your chance to announce to the courtroom that yeah. you have taken authority of the courtroom and that this uh, hearing is hereby yeah. over. See, and done. I had heard... And then you he leave. You know. They can still arrest you and throw you in jail because they're tyrannical, and they do. But that yeah, doesn't mean you're not. in the right, or that doesn't mean you're in the wrong, and that doesn't mean they're in the right, just because they supersede and they fucking tyrannical a, fucking arrest you and all that
3: just shit. to her. She had a Canadian, she did what you said, and, um, and said, no, I am not the name... That is stolen from me on my, my birth certificate. Right. I, I was just going to say that birth I
0: birth had birth.
2: heard that that a long time ago. I don't know when, but it was a long, long time ago that a guy got his case thrown out of court because he proved that that the name on all the documents was not his name because it was all in capital letters.
3: That's what I'm talking about.
2: Yeah. Yep. It was not. It was not his name. That was the name that was a a corporatized name and the reason you have a birth certificate is that's a shipping manifest and you are considered you are considered cargo.
3: That's right. That's right. You have the commodity on there that has to be checked and that's why when a ship pulls into its birth it, uh, it has to be checked by a doctor if you will and every car has to have a certificate of manifest, a birth certificate, you know, saying how much it is worth, the value of it. And the reality is that a a number is placed upon us. So Brandon Brandon or uh, anybody else can be worth the look at your circumstances, your family, and say, okay... Over a lifetime, you might make $2 million or something like that, maybe over a lifetime. And it's a high number because they want to be able to say, they then take that number and then say, oh, since this person's alive, we can now print this money and give it to ourselves. And uh, But um, it's 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 a real thing to look into, and I can't explain it all right here, but yes, I'm glad he brought that topic up in. uh,
1: Yeah, and so that everybody knows, before we go, uh, we've got like a minute and a half or something. The website to go to that talks about this type of stuff, I mean, they point you out in a lot of good directions. It's it's called, uh, there's no www or nothing. You just start with stopthepirates.blogspot.com. And that page has a shitload of information regarding maritime law, regarding how in the fuck our nation structure their laws based on that type of shit, and how the fact of the matter is, you believe a lot of shit is law, and it's not. It's all fake. And a lot of yep. shit has to do with the fact that, well, there has to be an offended party. There, a lot of laws that we go to court for, like, right. oh, I fucking ran a red light, I gotta fucking go to court. Well, if there's not an offended party, a lot of those are bullshit. And in fact, they didn't have a right to make a law regarding traffic in the first place.
0: No, that's because right.
1: flying those flags, the Jolly Roger, the fucking, not the yeah. Jolly Roger you think, which is the black flag with the skull, but the Jolly Roger meaning that in maritime law, it's a flag covered in the gold fringe, meaning you're conquered and you're going by other people's laws. And... um so that's where it, it all fucks up. That's where it all gets messed up. So they don't have a right to make these laws and therefore we don't have yeah. a right we don't have a reason to follow them. Um so it's uh, really have, kind of amazing. I recommend everybody get into that. We're at like well, fifteen seconds before we go into overtime. Well, like I said, so what do you guys want to say people before don't we go? Need
2: them, bad people don't obey them.
1: Exactly. Kill
4: Joan Rivers. Kill Joan Rivers. That's the show, show we'll catch
1: everybody next week later. <laughs> Later. <laughs> all right, we're 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 in overtime now.
4: Oh, I think,
2: uh, that's awesome, I think we, we, can Kill awesome. John Rivers. <laughs>
1: Good, Good job. Key. Hey, so, so everybody knows here, I fucking won. I fucking won sidetrack for the yeah, first what? time two in, like, hours. I don't know, months. Got through it took all. me two hours. <laughs> it took you a 2
2: hours show to win. <laughs> for what? <laughs> Well, the game is, is he comes up with the list of topics, and I try to sidetrack him so much we can't get through all the topics. Oh, uh,
3: uh, uh, gotcha. And if he doesn't make but, it through
2: the topics, I win.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but if I can of, actually
1: the scales introduce him in favor. You bring up good topics. Oh, it's so tipped in your favor. I'm just so susceptible to getting sidetracked. That's Even right. if we don't have a guest, I can talk about shit for days. Yeah,
3: you talk about one topic, you know. You know. But yeah, it, it's good to hear you, you know, get through them all. I like, I, I do like that because it gives a, a meter to the whole show. I think, and it's good to sidetrack. I love it. I love we it. It's a perfect name.
4: We need to have some sort of lottery on when that bitch dies. <laughs> John, <laughs> John Rivers. <laughs> She's 81, yeah. man. It's any day. It's any
1: fucking day, man. Yeah.
4: Well, what do you mean is a dead pool? We did have a dead pool.
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. Like, is, is is there a plug I can pull out? Or, like, what's the deal here?
1: I don't know, man. You know? But she, know. she's t- she's tired. She's old. She's fucking living by old ways. That Why fucking you are you in, just-
2: in a medically induced coma?
1: I don't know. Well, here's what it was. She, she went in for a routine surgery on her throat because her throat, throat hurt. are they trying
2: to keep her alive until Disney's head falls out or something? Or?
4: <laughs> no, they're trying to keep her alive so they can keep <laughs> billing. Ooh, that's why Lord they're God. keeping her alive, so they can right? keep billing. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. If she was poor, she would have fucking died in the emergency room. She wouldn't even got yep. anywhere.
1: Oh, Glenn, that's a great point. Yes. That's a great fucking point. Yep.
4: How fucking
1: sick is them? oh God, I hate this country. I fucking hate this country. You know where I want to move? I'd like to move to the fucking <laughs> New Zealand where everything they say sounds like they're happy. It sounds like they're pleased every time they say something, right? I'd uh, like you move up. If you're if, if you're a New Zealander and you could go up to another New Zealander and be like, Oi, mate, I talked to your mom last night and they go, What's that?
0: He'd be oh, like, I said,
1: I said I fucked your home last night, twice. I fucked your mom last night. He'd be like, Well, I'm not happy about that at all. That's that's rather, I, I'm not happy about that at all. That sounds horrible.
4: New but it sounds New Zealander, like they just because huh? of the tone that they're saying shit. <laughs> New Zealand yeah. is one of the hardest countries to emigrate to there is. Oh, I Zealand? know. Is it really? Yeah, it's. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah.
1: I, mean, yeah, I can prove her, that you're going to be a benefit to New Zealand. You can't
0: just hop That's on a
4: right. measure and
3: go there, you
1: know. That's where here you're supposed to go
3: like, before the category. I could,
4: I could never emigrate there because I have diabetes. So I can't live there because really? I wasn't because born I'm there. In the yep. Bitch. No shit,
1: dude.
4: If you have any kind of incurable disease, what? if you have... If you have even like a history of heart disease, like if every male in your family dies of a heart attack, you can't go there. They will not. They won't wow. let you emigrate there.
3: Wow, that's like eugenics. That's almost like Switzerland. Yeah. yeah right.
4: Well, they, they can yeah. get away with it.
3: Yeah, so in Switzerland. Switzerland's. Uh, I've been. Um, my brother's wife's family has
1: a house there. And uh, I I still I still don't knock them dude. I mean, how many wars have they been involved in? You, but there's a reason for that. Okay?
4: Everyone the British Empire's been in. ever see the
1: Red Cross.
4: Have they really? So like
1: New Zealanders like fucking got guns and shit and helped them out? Or were they yes. like Yeah, man. Okay. We support okay. you and shit from all the way over here and we're just going to stay here. Well, I mean, no, they were no, no, used as a
4: port. No way, man. New Zealand was in the first and second world wars. They were, yep. in, uh, they were in the Indochina wars. They were in the uh, defense of Hong Kong when Japan attacked. Oh, yeah. They're part oh, yeah. of the empire, they, man. Do That's you think crazy. they would do that now? They seem lazier to me now. They're, they're, they're in crazy. the Commonwealth, man. Right they're In the Commonwealth, they don't really have much of a choice. Plus, New Zealand is yeah. in five eyes. So they're not exactly these big benevolent, happy-go-lucky dudes. They're part of Five Eyes, so they're part of the game. And, and, and the Ryan's citizens not, are happy-go-lucky,
1: but the rest of them are not.
3: Yeah, the economy isn't that great. Like a lot of the economy is tourism, and uh, I know a lot of people in the Hobbit, Lord of the Rings, what a workshop kind of forestry industry down there, and uh, mm-hmm. they try to get to come down there and and visit but not live.
1: (laughs) Brandon, 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 dude, what the fuck, man? What? I swear to God, I brought it up as a joke on the show, but I swear you have literally worked in so many places.
6: Are you like
1: 470 years old or some shit? You're not telling me? No, (laughs) No, I'm CIA. (laughs) Are you serious? Has anyone uh, else noticed that he fucking knows people all over the goddamn globe? He's in every industry there
2: is. <laughs> Brandon's uh, our CIA handler. No, because everybody. That what was, it
1: is? You're our fucking CIA handler, and you're not telling us. That's what it is.
3: I'm going to give you a trigger word right now. Okay, apple, <laughs> yellow, brown, and uh, what's the other one? Um, obey.
0: <laughs> right.
3: Oh. Okay, I'm go kill it.
2: It. I am I am the worst slave ever.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: right? <laughs> no, but, no, no, I guess it's just because people like Tolkien, I kind of connected with them and, and told him Lord of the Rings was shot in uh,
1: New Zealand and, and Hobbit is Right. Too. Oh, I know, I know. I'm just surprised that you know people that were there. And on top of that, you were a fucking African pizza delivery driver and all right. the other shit that you've been... <laughs>
3: And a lot of shit I haven't even told you yet. Um, but um, yeah, but like yeah. Oh,
1: please say, save it until it's topical. Save I, well, it until I'm, it's topical. I am not gonna say it on air either. Because so. it's but. it's far more enjoyable as a surprise. I do enjoy yeah, the surprise. Michael
3: <laughs> Like Lord it. and the same thing for Frodo. You must you think this is a surprise for him? You just tell him right away. But, um, but you can. Yeah, me.
5: I would love to know. I'd love to know.
1: Please, yeah. are you're there, dude? You're fucking there. Have you just been, yeah, been here for a the whole time? time? I've been here
2: the whole time, dude.
1: Holy shit, this is the quietest I've ever heard, Dalek. Exactly. Wow, dude.
5: And also,
2: so I'm
1: you pretty were like a fucking what ninja. What
5: you said to fucking Rebel?
1: <laughs> Go
5: ahead. What? I was, I'm pretty upset what you said to Rebel. You mistaken it as uh, as if I would say it. <laughs>
1: What are you talking about? Um, what?
5: Wait a second. Just a moment.
1: Are you talking about Rebel Radio?
0: Yeah. uh, Yeah, that guy was
1: bumming me. He was bumming me the fuck out. Holy shit. He wanted me to say nigger and shit on the air, and I'm like, I don't, I'm sorry. Like, Even if I said nigger on the air... I just don't see that being hilarious. It's not going to pick uh, up the show and be like, no, it's a comedy show because I said uh, nigger. I,
2: I prefer the term moon cricket.
1: I know, I
5: know. It it's boring. just that, yeah, he just want to fun, you know.
1: He was He's expecting just, a comedy show, and I don't know, we didn't advertise it as a full-on, we're going to joke 100% of the time.
3: I would make that a so, well, next week, make the topic of the word nigger, and we can actually have a good discussion on it, you know?
1: Yeah, we could have done
3: that, that's true. Oh, Uh, that's
2: a good idea, then I could say moon cricket and get away with it.
3: And moon cricket, and I can (laughs) talk about the... uh, To be honest, I've
1: never in my life heard the term moon cricket, ever, and I feel like you're making that up, just to be like, you didn't know this, but there was a time when that was a derogatory term.
2: (laughs) Well, there was... It was at one time, yeah.
3: Oh, by the way, I went to a K-Church when I was a kid.
4: That was was just Rebel being Rebel, that's all.
0: I know, right? Right?
4: He's just trying to drum up some action for his uh, season premiere tomorrow night, that's all.
1: (laughs) No, I was going to say,
4: Glenn, hold up, hold
1: up, everybody. Glenn, you were there, I'm pretty sure this is the same guy that a guy I got completely wasted on a show right and talked about anarchy that's the same dude okay yeah so let me let me surmise this for some people that don't know what I'm talking about Um, it was probably a Friday night he had a show going after our show it was way later and I decided to continue drinking and staying up late and I joined the show yeah. And uh it went it went south. But it didn't go <laughs> south on the air. It went south uh after the air. Where we were all like in yeah. the you said the green room or something like that. That's where everything went like intense. But before then it was fine because it was all like, "Hey, this is what I believe." Haha. <laughs> and they're yep. we all like, yep. "All right, we get it." And then later it was like, "Dude, you don't even understand. I live in the city." And I was like, dude, I lived in Vegas. That was the city. And fucking it still didn't help because the fucking, they're like, no, you need the police and you need the government and you have to have a government. Otherwise, fucking people die and shit. And I'm like, but I lived in a city and the cops would be like, I'm sorry, we're on calls. So you're just going to have to let that robber break in and kill you. There's nothing I can do about it, dude.
3: So he
1: was like, no, were like was. And this is the same oh, the guy issue, that was a nigger. Wait, wait, wait! Let Glenn no, the, talk. He he was there. Oh,
4: sorry. No, the the issue was is that yeah, you were hammered, and he was just fanning the flames. That's all. He was saying yeah. shit that he knew you wouldn't agree with. Yeah, right. He was he, he was trolling you both.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
4: he was just he was right. just winding you up. That's
1: all. Yeah. Which the, the weird part about it was that he followed us beforehand. And I had been on his show before once, and he followed us. And then this time, after that show, apparently I rubbed him in such the wrong way that he was like, fuck that guy, and he unfollowed me. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) wow. And I was like, like, damn, what did I say that was so offensive that he unfollowed me? And I don't remember being that offensive. Don't worry about it. I well, I honestly don't put it past myself to be that offensive. If I'm
3: like, I mean, this uh, girl Jane, you know, Freeman, uh, this uh, girlfriend Jamie, she was worried she was going to have a full rebuttal tomorrow night on her podcast about um uh, about like critics and YouTube comments. And I said to her, I was like, don't. You know, don't spend your time on these people. These people live off misery and, and try to bring you down and wind you up, and just so they can gain legitimacy. Don't even give them that legitimacy. You know, so that's my advice. Yeah. Don't even. Well,
2: that's what I was it. saying. That's one of the things Twitter has taught me is like sometimes you just got to let shit go and move on. Yep.
3: That's
2: it. All uh, right,
1: so so hold up, right there, freeze, right there, Dalek. Are you still there? Yes, I'm still here. Good, because that's exactly the point you needed to hear. I think we covered the ground, so let's move on, right? I know. I know. I'm just, yeah.
5: It just kind of I'm rubbed not me fucking, the wrong way. I'm, I'm not sorry. ribbing I'm you, dude.
1: I'm I'm not ribbing you. I liked the guy. I did. I followed him. I didn't unfollow him for like a week until I realized like, yeah, he was really pissed or something about whatever the fuck I did while I was drunk. So I was like, man, I didn't think that anarchist views could piss someone off that much, especially while you're drunk. If you're drunk, it would sound obvious that, like, all right, he's extreme because he's drunk, but still, he's making sense. Glenn even said, I mean, you, you back me up here, Glenn, if I'm telling a lie, but apparently you had told me the next day, like, no, you did stand your ground and you made sense regarding your views. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. So yeah you did. Even it's in my like, wasted Go ahead. No, like go I ahead. said No, like I said, it's just that you know, that's what he does on his show. He was trying to put you in a position where you could be trolled and it wasn't working. You know? Right. Just, it wasn't working. It wasn't working at all, so I don't know. You know, I mean I've heard him pull some pretty pretty extensive scams on people who didn't know what was going on on his show like stuff no, that I shit. would not I stuff I would not do you know and Either. there was even a couple there's a couple times I was on the show just kind of sitting there like oh my fucking god I can't believe they're going on with this and you right. know I just I just stayed right out of it you know I figured Holy fuck, if this guy ever finds out where he can, get, where he can find you on Twitter, etc., etc., you're going to be fucking hearing about this. So, you know, so... Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Yeah, you know, it's, wow. That's, that's just, well, I mean, what? he did Russell League Radio. So, I mean, you know, look where he's coming from.
1: Yeah, I know. Oh, I know. And I knew where he was coming from. And, dude, I'm a rustler. I love fucking rustling jimmies. I understand that. But at the same time, hey, I'm, if, I'm you proud, to, if you I'm want to press me for... I'm proud of you, for... Bo,
2: that you didn't pass out at the controls tonight. I'm, I'm proud of you. Because
1: <laughs> we're, we're fucking, like, almost three hours in. Yeah. Because that's what yeah, I was I hear thinking.
2: You. When we started, I was like, man, two and a half hours? Bo's going to pass out.
1: I was surprised. <laughs> <laughs> No, I I had this whole day planned, dude. I had this whole day planned. Like, I made sure that the booze that I was drinking tonight was going to be limited. I haven't even gotten through the end of the limit of the booze. So, like, I'm doing pretty good right now. Because I haven't hit the end where it's like, all right, now I'm at the end. In, like, ten minutes, that end is going to hit my intestines where it gets absorbed. And that's yeah. <laughs> when fucking drunkenness sets in. I'm not even there. I'm not even there. So, to be honest, I'm trying to cut back. I'm trying to cut back. Yeah. Yeah. Just because, you know what, I'm almost 30. Yeah. I don't think there's a reason to continue mm-hmm. shit, you know? Yeah, I gave up uh,
3: drinking, you know, I used to drink wine a lot and only had... Occasional glass of wine every pound, mm-hmm. and you know, and uh, beer and hard alcohol. And, and an old great well,
2: Oh I, I quit drinking because I can't afford it.
1: <laughs> right, that, that makes too, sense. Yeah. And I'm kind of in the same I'm in kind of the same boat. It's close to that. I'm in a boat where I'm like, I would have more money if I quit drinking, and that sounds appealing to me. Oh, that's right. You know what I mean? So I'm like, ah. That'd be great if I could just spend that on something else. Well, with I'm you?
2: worried, and you know, because I said something to you when you were like, "Ah, switch to vodka, because it's the cheapest." And I was like, "Okay, dude, um, uh, we need to talk." <laughs> yeah,
3: you can get like a. Well, room, you can get a ten dollar liter of vodka from. Uh, here's Gamo. the de-
1: here's the deal with with me and booze. It I can switch between different kinds of booze. And yeah. uh, for a while that'll work, but once I get used to that kind of booze, it sabotages me.
0: Well, so well, if I well.
1: switch to if I switch to vodka and I haven't been drinking any kind of hard alcohol at all, well then I get drunk pretty fast. So it, I doesn't take much vodka and I'm done, and I it lasts me a long time. But if I get used to vodka, then it's like oh now I'm used to vodka. It takes a lot of vodka. And now this isn't working anymore. It's, it's not saving point, me yeah. any money because now I'm used to it, and I, yeah. So when I switched to wine, it was like, all right, I'm doing all right with wine. And so, but then even then, it gets to point a point where it's like, ah, yeah. I can drink I, so I many got, of these too.
3: All the wine, and I was like, dude, this cost me like twenty bucks a day. Yeah. Mm.
4: Uh,
5: that's clear. why I mentioned oh, the box also, one also you know uh, have you ever heard of the guy uh, a few guys named Lizard Squad no
1: is that the dude uh, that did Super Troopers
5: no. no these were the guys that DDoS basically PSN and that's why we can get onto the Playstation Network and that's why I couldn't download DCUO very much
4: Hmm. They're also the guys Wait, who uh, sent in the—they're the guys who sent in the bomb threat with the Sony CEO on the aircraft.
5: Wow, really? Damn. Also, they DDoS—they yeah. uh, also DDoS the PlayStation Network.
1: Right. Yeah, I heard about that. Wow. Those guys are up shit, creek. Damn. And that was like some sect
4: of Anonymous, correct? It's just um, a bunch of script kitties is all it is. It's a bunch of fucking kids thinking they're having a good time.
0: Yeah. A, I Mark love here. that.
2: A bunch of script kitties. That's great. I'm going to use that, Glenn.
0: It's so smart.
4: That's what they are.
0: That's they great. don't know anything.
4: They didn't, they're going to they, be up <laughs> Ship Creek. They you weren't very this. effective.
3: Them well, today... Um, I love you guys. You guys are great. I'll see you next week, man. Thanks for having me on. Extend shows great show. And, yeah, right um,
2: yeah, dude. Yeah, good, hey, talk it's good to, talking uh, to you guys, man. Have a good time.
3: Right,
1: I, I just well, gotta go. Uh, all right, well, we'll talk to you next time, dude.
3: All right, man. I'll, so all till all right. then. me on
1: Twitter. Later, man. Yeah, <laughs> 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 Later.
5: Thanks As for um, the rest of
1: you. I'm not hanging up yet If you're not hanging up yet
5: I'm not hanging up nice. Oh my god You sound
2: nope. like a bunch of fucking Fucking schoolgirls.
0: I'm
1: not hanging up no. You're not hanging up
2: <laughs> No fuck
1: you You sounded like you were hanging up Because you were like Hey I'm off to do some shit Or whatever That's why I said that Because like it sounded like You thought maybe perhaps The show was over It's not fucking over no, oh, I'm actually. October.
2: I'm actually counting my change up to go get some beer. I think.
6: Right.
1: <laughs> uh, somebody I just think, walked
6: through a car wash. <laughs> I think.
2: Handcap Daily just uh, attacked the TARDIS. I don't.
1: Know. <laughs> what the hmm. hell is going on, man? <laughs> I'm going. I still here? to eat a
4: peach. Yeah, I'm still here.
1: Oh, great. Okay. I was hoping that it wasn't you, like, fucking. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what that sound was. So it, that was me hoping that horrible things didn't happen to the uh, people on the other line.
5: <laughs> don't worry. It was me. I was washing off a knife so I can cut up a peach.
1: Yeah, that's what he says, folks. Washing the knife at the peach. You know
5: what? That's I was code. actually sleepwalking. Code.
1: Because it, what? Hey, so where's dude? Where was your counterpart? Where was the Andy? Crisis? What's he up to tonight?
5: I think he was just wanting to get some sleep. Um, from what I've seen on the tweets, I mean, I, so he he
1: didn't show know, up was, at all.
5: I didn't hear from him. No.
4: No. He's he's a a busy guy, guy or something. Is
1: that it? Yeah. Yeah. Are you watching like Night of the Living Dead? Is that what's going on? Who me? And Cap. Yeah. Are you watching? What is the screaming and the weird noises?
5: Well, I am watching Night of the Living Dead. Not. Um. It's the other kids over there. They're not playing Minecraft anymore. They're watching TV.
1: Right? Which fucking Colorado, it's tell, like tell fucking what, what not one in the morning? Or something? Who,
5: they're just wasting
2: their time.
4: Put them in a closet.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, shit. Uh,
1: hey, so like uh, Scott. Make and them Glenn watch Joan Lydon. Rivers. <laughs> what, what was that? <laughs> Make there them watch, 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 watch Joan
4: Rivers. Joan Rivers?
1: John Rivers? Hey, she's a funny comedian.
4: When she gets into politics, she doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about. She was a funny comedian 30 years ago. Since then, (laughs) she's been a bitter old hag. That's that's it. Uh,
2: That's 40 years ago.
1: she's, She's definitely bitter, but it's not that... I don't know about you, but I find bitterness funny sometimes.
4: Well, it is until it just gets to be nothing but, you know. Well, that's I mean, that's when
1: she brought in I the politics. Know. Like time she talked a, about.
2: I was always ahead. more of a Phyllis Diller fan.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Right.
3: <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Joan Rivers wants to be Phyllis Diller, but she's not Phyllis Diller. Phyllis no, Diller is the only Phyllis enough. Diller. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is a fucking like a uh, Peter Piper picked a. Pick a pickled pepper, shit. <laughs> Joe Rivers always wanted to be Phyllis Diller, but the only Phyllis Diller that would ever be Phyllis Diller would be Phyllis Diller.
2: <laughs>
1: Although the Hence Geico the
2: commercial was funny, the Geico commercial when she didn't know if she was smiling.
4: Right. Oh, hey, yeah. she's done.
1: She she is a comedian, and the top point. To note about all comedians across the board, and this is the shit that unfortunately people do not note, is that you know what? They don't know a goddamn thing about what they're talking about regarding politics, well, reality.
2: Maybe they don't. maybe the coma
1: they maybe the don't.
2: coma is like an Andy Kaufman joke.
1: <laughs> if she could pull that shit off, I would be surprised. Or well, like a um, Dumb and Dumber. Either way, I mean, like fucking comedians, though. Like they're they're in a they're in a fucking business, right? And they have to pander to the business. And I really kind of wonder how many of them don't feel the way that they speak, because a lot of them sound liberal. A lot of them sound like they speak the same goddamn shit. Where they're like, Obama's the greatest motherfucking thing that ever happened to America. Blah, blah, blah. I like, Steven,
2: and it's, like Stephen Colbert.
1: Well, Stephen yeah. Colbert isn't that great. I mean, he makes well, what sarcastic I mean by comments. That is, a, he's,
2: is it's a character? It's not right. It's he's not a character. It's a character. You know. What
1: sucks about Stephen Colbert is when I see him do the shit about like global hmm. warming. He'll talk to uh, Al Gore. And be like, all right, so I get it, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, none of that fits with reality. Because it's fucking, it's the summertime right now, and it's fucking cold here in the morning. Did
2: you see the thing about all the starfish and all the sea life dying?
1: No, I didn't.
2: And they don't know why, It's it's like this mass extinction of starfish.
1: That's weird.
2: It's freaky. Is it
1: because of, is it because of coal plant no, and it's Fukushima. warming of the earth?
2: I think it's Fukushima.
1: That makes a little bit more sense. And on oh, top of that, shit. it doesn't have to do with American industry. How about that, Glenn? I'm sorry if if you believe in global warming. He kind of so disconnected. Uh, he did he just, what?
5: He hung up. Yeah.
1: Oh, Glenn, what the no, hell? No, no, it
5: wasn't that. It was BTR, dude.
1: Damn, that sucks. It's fucking BTR.
0: Right. Oh well.
5: Well, yeah. either way, right, man. Well, you guys, like,
2: you guys have fun,
5: cause I gotta, I gotta run. What? I'm gonna go to the. Uh, yeah, I'm
2: gonna go to the store and get get a beer.
1: No, you're gonna stay on the line while getting a beer. How about you do that? Why not? You got a headpiece. Don't even fucking pretend like you don't have a Bluetooth. I know you do. Put that shit on. Get on your scooter, and we're gonna do this. Are you
2: gonna, you're gonna listen to me ride right up to the fucking store on my. How much overtime do we have?
1: We as have much as we want. As much as we want because we're on fucking AirCap's account and they oh, get whatever right. they want. That's right. So you can literally put your earpiece in, and we can fucking ride up to the store with you.
5: <laughs> what time you guys started this? At nine o'clock. Two hours later, so we have about thirty more minutes left, or at least thirty-two minutes left, right?
0: <laughs>
2: oh, so it's only going to take me ten minutes to get up to the store
0: and back.
1: Exactly Hell, in, so. in that case and what I would do if I was you, if you don't wanna have the piece on and all that shit, I would leave your phone on and leave the shit going. Me and Ann Cap will talk and then when you get back from the store we'll still fucking be here. Right? No just you follow?
2: Well why would I just not like yeah take you with me?
1: Or you yeah. can do that. It's up to you. It's totally up to you, dude.
2: <laughs> You're just going to have to put up with 10 minutes of the scooter. Okay. And the
1: scooter going, Mairly. yeah, that shit. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Why not? So, what the hell?
1: Hey, this is the most fun fucking overtime I think I've ever had. Because right? it lasted longer than 15 fucking minutes.
5: Yeah. Yeah,
2: man, yeah. <laughs> I hate that. Because, yeah, just about the time you get into a conversation, it cuts you off, you know.
1: It's too bad, though, that Glenn is gone. Fuck, that sucks, man. it dropped him. Yeah. Fucking BTR. It's
2: cause BTR hates him.
1: They do. They fucking hate his fucking guts. Oh, my God. He gets treated horribly. Okay, the it kids are it asleep. Isn't... I got
3: to sneak past them.
1: Okay. Right? Oh, shit. All
3: right. You him. don't have I, to whisper. I don't? You don't I'm have sure. to whisper, no. <laughs>
0: All
2: right. <laughs> well, I wonder if I can tuck the mic into my helmet here.
5: <laughs> so what do you have? Like a, Well, it's like really full face kind of a helmet or... What are they?
0: Yeah.
1: Wow. Oh. It. What, kind
5: of,
0: cool what kind of scooter? Little...
2: It's a Honda Metropolitan Two.
1: Hey, Honda's a good brand, especially for scooters.
2: I, I ride it with my legs crossed. I get up all their <laughs> Hindu style. I sit on an Indian style. I do.
1: Is that just so that people think you're snooty?
2: Does it look like I'm snooty?
3: Don't do that. I'll stop.
1: (laughs) I don't know, man. If I saw someone riding a scooter with their legs crossed, I'd be like, there's a pretentious prick right there. He (laughs) thinks he's so high and mighty (laughs) that the fucking leg rests aren't good enough for him. (laughs) But, hey, that's me. I'm not the average person, so... Don't go by what I say. Okay, I'm outside.
5: Imagining that? that you're like an older version of Shipwreck.
1: Right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, would you please board the Queen Anne's Revenge, i.e. your scooter? <laughs> 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 You, you know should what? I'm name your
5: about your like a oh, okay. You should
1: name your scooter Queen Anne's Revenge. Will you fucking name your scooter Queen Anne's Revenge, please?
2: My scooter's name is Harold.
1: Why not but dude, Queen Anne, you need to name it Queen Anne's Revenge. That's Blackbeard shit. <laughs> name it fucking Queen Anne's Revenge and you could be like Yep. Yeah. I'm gonna get on Queen Anne's Revenge right here and fucking ride on. <laughs> That's all I said. And I'm off. Can you hear it? No. That's awesome. The scooter The scooter's going right now, I can't even hear it, dude. We're yeah, fucking going. I'm,
2: like I'm doing ten miles an hour through the park, man.
1: That's tick, dude. We Pick can't up even to the fucking the it.
2: station for Heading
1: up to the gas station for a 40. Hey, by the way, dude, um, today I burnt three fucking CDs worth of new material. That's awesome. Nice. To send, yeah, to send to you. So if we don't have a third album, like, pretty much done, I'm sorry, there's something wrong. Because, like, seriously, this is we've got way too many songs done. We can do a third album in no time. Right, we we
2: we have like five or six songs done already.
1: Right, and then so add like, on this shit yeah, on top of it.
2: They're they're yeah. like completed and ready to be burned. So,
5: yeah, um, have you guys ever heard of a thing called Mega?
1: Mega, no, huh?
5: Okay, so um, it? well, you've heard of Mega Upload, right? Like Kim dot com and stuff.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yes, I have
5: he made a new site that um... now you can actually he actually made a better site that's encrypted It's secure and also what's really cool about it is that if you have uh... if you have scott as your contact you can uh... send him files straight through the internet straight through the cloud dude so it would be a lot more easier instead of burning off CDs and then going and then just sending them down to the mail.
1: FYI, he doesn't have a computer. Oh. Oh,
2: right. Yeah. I don't. Bo does.
1: Yeah. I have a computer. Have he does not.
5: I forgot my wallet. <laughs> oh, fuck. Right? I- think that there is an iOS or an Android version of the site. So you can sign up there. Well,
1: either way, what Scott's got, here's the deal. This is why we work well together. Scott has a Zoom brand recorder. It's a multi-track recording studio. It's small, it's condensed, yes but it has a lot of features. Now, on my end, I have the same brand. It's newer, but it's a recording studio, and I can burn copies of what I do. Okay. And send it to him, and then he can take the CD. I can send him a CD. It's like, hey, here's this song. And as the tracks go... The first track is the vocals. The second track is the fucking drums. This is the third track, blah, 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 whatever. Then he can upload that to his own recorder and then play along to it and then send me what he added to it. And then when it, I get the CD, I upload it to a fucking flash drive or some shit, and then I upload it to my recorder, and boom, I've got his track okay. on there, and it's good to go. Okay nice but it, okay. it it depends on our particular situation because he does not have a computer he doesn't have the internet at all so because he doesn't have the internet at all I mean he's got a phone but guess what the phone doesn't plug into his recorder so it doesn't matter how much shit he downloads on his phone he can't fucking get it off the phone and put it somewhere that's meaningful so the only thing we got is sending CDs. Okay. Yeah. And didn't we didn't we try
2: doing that and it compressed the files too much or something?
1: Didn't we try doing what?
2: I thought I thought I took I took a bunch of tracks over to Robbie's, and we put it on his computer, oh. and we tried Maybe. to send it that way. And it just and it, yeah, it just compressed the files so much. That we didn't we weren't getting the quality sound out of it that we wanted. You know? Because when we I think what disc, it was Go ahead. When we send the disks back disks back and forth, it's the wave files. Right, know? so they're okay.
1: uncompressed.
2: Yeah, so they're it's not all compressed. uncompressed wave files. So the compression doesn't actually happen until it's already all mixed down.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yep.
2: Yeah. So it's,
1: it's tricky yeah. you now. I mean, doing it this way is not conventional at all. So it's all based on trial and error. And we we tried it to begin with just off of a hunch. We were like, maybe this won't work but maybe it will. Right. And then when well, we well, tried it only, we were like the
2: only song that we recorded while we were together was the uh, What's the one on the, the first album the painted and that's a live that was a live studio version
5: yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. you remember I'm that one still, I still love that song I have it on my yeah. uh, on my on my Vita
1: right on that was yeah. that one was done dude with the full band we had our drummer the drummer that was in that song he had been with me for over two years. He was used to my playing style. And the bass player that was on that song was with Scott for many, many, many years. Okay, so yeah, the I band
2: I played with him for at least 10 years. We we were in and out of different bands
5: together. Okay. So,
2: so the
1: song, The Tainted, was one of them... That was one of those songs that was just... Yeah it was well put together before we finalized it. I mean, so the, what they did was they we all played it together without lyrics. And they were like, "All right, well, maybe you can come up with lyrics to it." And so I was literally I was literally delivering pizza with the CD in my car playing that song over and over again. And I had a notepad in the in the car I was writing down lyrics as I was delivering pizza and that's how I came up with the lyrics to the song now that's beautiful right yeah
2: well that that one was like a combined effort too because I had had lyrics about
0: on it but then
2: started using his lyrics so I just dropped mine and the only thing I kept in mind was the spoken part
1: what you made up even, after the fact, didn't you?
0: Yeah, and
2: I even changed that spoken part around and, and made it suit the suit what you were talking
4: about.
1: Yeah. Right. So if you notice in that song, there's the part where there's all the parts where I'm singing, but then there's the spoken word part. That's Scott. Yeah. That's another that.
2: thing I miss about being together is just playing off of each other. You know.
1: Yeah, Both I know. Play it,
2: something i and I'd take off with it. You know, and once once I took off with it, you know, Bo would realize, oh, I don't know where he's going with this, and, this, and it would change again, you know?
1: Okay. That's something that, yeah, that's something that making you know. a song that's that's not the same. I mean, if I can make a song by myself, and then send it to Scott, and then he can listen to it and do something, but it's not the same as if I'm starting to make a song, and then he hears something, and then we play together, and then it morphs into something completely different.
5: Yeah, and like more of a combination, like a little bit more zest.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, and it, it, what's funny is no matter what, uh, I don't know what the term, what uh, what way we go about writing the song, we've we've had success in in like almost every. Every manner that we've used, we've had success in in doing it.
1: You mean like in genre?
2: Well no. What I mean is like you know, like the the methods that we use. No matter what method we've used to write, you know, we've had we've had success.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, I get what you're saying. It's not a genre based thing. It's you know, you can use the the
2: lyrics and you write the the whatever and
0: yeah yeah uh
2: oh what have we been looking at here? What do prices you mean? Prices all changed. Well, the others, yep. the smoke shop that I usually go to is closed, and the prices are all changed. Let's
0: see two for
2: three fifty. Will I drink two forty ounces? Those are thirty two ounce. Will I drink that much?
0: I, I have no that's... idea.
2: Wait, so that's a dollar twenty-nine. So that's going to be dollars sixty. Two sixty plus. So if I don't drink that much, I'll have one for tomorrow. How's that sound? Does it sound like a deal?
1: All right, you're pre-planning. That's that sounds. I'm on the phone. Yeah, that's pretty good. Right?
2: I'm not crazy. I'm on the phone. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh. Get my change out here. Right. Let's change what change do I got? I got enough. Hey Dalek.
1: Oh yeah. While he's figuring yeah. that shit out. Um. Did you complete the tutorial on DC Universe Online?
5: Um. Yeah. i Yeah. I did get uh on the 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 horns and stuff, and I started doing it.
1: Yeah. I've got it done. All right. So, you did finish it. All right. Yeah. What did you end up going with?
5: I, like, end up, I ended up going with the thing, like, my ideas of what I was going to do. And um. Damn. I, I don't know, like, what the perks I got, but, like, it was the same thing that we were talking about yesterday on the party chat.
0: And Thank I was
5: talking to, yeah, about the cat and uh, having a rifle and then plus um, having acrobatics and gadgets. Those were the things that I got, but it wasn't really much. What's that? Oh, no. I
2: let a friend of mine borrow it and he laid it down. Took a corner too hard. Mm-hmm. It was funny too because I knew as soon as I let him take off on it, he'd been drinking. I was like, "Man, he's gonna wreck that fucking thing."
1: You don't fucking know. You're lying. You're lying to that guy. You don't know. You're just guessing. No,
2: there's a guy out here that's that's talking to you.
1: Right. I'm just fucking. All right, I got
2: my beer. I'm heading back. It was a successful
1: run. <laughs> right. Just hopefully we right.
5: drive safely so that the cops won't like fucking get all pissed off. I they have, like out beverages. Oh no! I already saw scooter. them. They're
2: in they're in the parking lot of Walmart busting somebody's balls. I'm good.
1: Yeah. They're yeah. Fucking someone's balls? Did you just say fucking someone's balls? Busting. busting. It sounded like that what you said. They're busting somebody's balls. They're fucking I just somebody's just gotta watch balls. Out
5: for the fucking.
2: I just got to watch out for the parking lot sweeper, dude. He looks fucking mean.
1: <laughs> because they're fucking somebody's balls, apparently.
2: He fucking Holy looked shit, at dude. me when I said that, dude. All right. I'm good. I'm gone. I'm down the road. I can't believe you guys can't hear the scooter.
1: No, I can't. I don't understand why either. Uh, it's, bu- it's bizarre that I can't hear the scooter, but I can't. Oh, now I hear it. Now I hear it. You just—it sounds like you just jammed on it.
5: A little bit, yeah. So how much?
1: Um, now, now out- I don't hear it. After after that, I don't. I heard a car, but like,
5: what's the top speed on that scooter? Uh, about thirty. Thirty. Okay.
2: Yeah. It's 49 CCs.
5: Okay.
2: It's got a governor on it. We were going to take the governor off because I don't need it in this state. But I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not, you know. If I ever have to resell it, you know, it's intact it's the way it's supposed to be.
5: So what year is it?
2: Uh, I think it's an 80.
5: 80- okay. 80, uh, no, it's a 2003. Oh, man. 2003,
2: Metropolitan 2.
5: I wish I had the yeah. I would definitely buy one.
2: It's fun. It's fun as hell, man. And it's funny <laughs> because I ride around town and I see people in their cars and they're just mad, pent up, pissed off. And I'm riding around with a big old fucking grin on my face having a good time. Shit. People honk at me, I wave.
1: Hi, how's it going? Yes, I'm happy that I'm passing you. How about that? Yeah, enjoy your old
0: sir.
5: That's awesome. No shit.
2: And plus, I can get around town for about two days on three bucks worth of gas, dude.
5: Right? Holy shit. Three bucks on a fucking old town. Oh, my God. I I gotta get a fucking scooter now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, honestly, that's one of the reasons I was considering, like, I should probably get one myself. Because my wife needs the car most of the time. And I just need to get fucking to work. And work is really goddamn
2: me. Now, do you think that was thrown over the top on the kickstart if I, if I said that? If I go, if we make the 50 grand mark, I will ride out there on my scooter and I will document the whole damn thing.
1: That'd no, awesome. that's not over the top. We could fucking afford that shit because we could buy you a GoPro camera and you could literally film the whole thing.
3: Right.
1: You know
5: what you? I mean, just say I will ride a fucking scooter and document it, dude. I will do it. Do it. And then put it on like YouTube and shit. That would be like the biggest goddamn video ever. I right. Dude, that's what it? I was
2: think. That's what I was thinking. You know, daily uploads
5: to YouTube.
0: Hmm. Yeah.
5: But we would have to give you, like, a cheap computer, like a, a cheap little laptop, probably about 10 or 11 inches, or about, like, yeah, dollars it wouldn't
2: even need to be that much, just enough to upload the program or, or do a little video editing and shit.
5: Yeah. I mean, it would right? be about... It would be around $200, which isn't that bad. And plus, like, if like people followed me
2: on Twitter I could like you know stop at their houses and stay the night and shit
5: hell yeah dude you're welcome but you would have to do it around the summer I'm not gonna let you go out there in the winter
0: it well i be stupid <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh yeah going over those mountains in the winter that that's a bitch in a car yeah. It would be hell. I mean, it would be worse than hell in the fucking winter, doing it by a scooter. But so okay, later on, gotta be quiet. Um, I'm going back in the house. <laughs> so later on tomorrow night, I will definitely play with you and uh, murder. Whoever it was. Yeah. What? What? Oh, um, I was talking to Bo if he's there. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. I like I said, I will definitely, uh, play with you on DCUO tomorrow night. And then we can play. All
1: right. I'm working tomorrow night, but I'll probably be home. Oh, shit. Hmm. I don't know, around time. like... uh time you get on? I don't know, like 11 to 12. Look. Okay.
5: In the... Uh, when? In the evening? No, at night. Okay. Are you working at the hotel?
1: Yeah, I'm working at the galley. So, I start uh, at okay. 5. I don't. I have no idea what time I'm leaving because I start at five. That means that means nothing. That means I get there at five and I might be closing, and that means I'll get home at like two in the morning. Right. Oh fuck me, mate. But starting at five, I doubt I'll be closing. Okay. Cool. So I'll probably get home somewhere more like I don't know, ten to eleven o'clock.
5: Okay, and you know what, you don't, uh, like, I just really want to play, like, free y- with you because I got some really bad news for you. I'm oh, going to move be down. Bad news. Well, I'm going to give away my PS3. for a little bit of money so then I can move back up to Steamboat. You're moving? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to still have my computer. I'm still going to do Skype and shit, but... uh, And I'm still going to have my PS Vita because I like this thing. I, I can't live without it. Right? So I can still talk to you on, like, party chat, and we can still have a great conversation. I mean, yeah. Those are good things, but, like... When I have the money or later on when I uh, when I do have some money for uh some good stuff, I will definitely buy another PS3, get some alien uh, A V P you and I play, we kick some balls with some aliens.
1: Well shit, dude.
5: Also we you play don't a lot have to of do anything.
1: But if you feel like it, you know, hit me up.
5: Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I have to because that game is awesome, right?
2: I haven't played it, but Bo's both, both told me all about it. All right.
5: Which one? You got uh, what? Oh, uh, DCUO. Which game? I was. Right. Uh, D-C-O-O? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love the game. I do I do love the game, and it, it sucks that I do have to to give it away.
1: Did so you say you made it through the tutorial, or what?
5: I did. I did.
1: Right.
0: Um...
5: I was learning around like the support role, like debuffing, uh, you know, kind of all of the controlling routes of that game. Uh I'm just I'm learning the ropes very quickly. As good as I can.
1: Well when are you selling the whole system you've got? Well, uh... Send you, send you. You're moving? Oh. Sorry about that.
0: Huh?
5: Oh, so, sorry about that. That was me. But, um... Okay, so the system I got is basically a rifle with gadgets and also acrobatics. Right. Right. Okay. Um... I think one of the first levels, uh, once I got up to level one, uh, I did the one thing that you, uh, you advised me to do for, for control, uh, kind of gaming, and, uh, yeah, so I've got that done. There's something else I was about to say. Shit. Well, (laughs) what are you moving I'm um, just walking around. I usually do that a lot.
2: <laughs> no, i mean where when are you moving up oh where are you going
5: uh steamboat uh over in Hayden. I'm gonna go up to steamboat for a little while and uh and uh help out my ma right yeah
0: mm-hmm.
5: <sighs> but, that was what I was asking. Okay. Uh, so that was, yeah, that was pretty much it. Um,
0: yeah.
5: I'll be definitely on Skype, and I'll still be on, you know, my PS If you ever want to talk, I'll probably also play a few more video games. What's I Will be on Twitter too, still?
0: Yeah,
5: well, to, right. Twitter's my cool. life. Twitter's my life.
2: That's really my only fucking my
5: only connection. Fucking... Connection to the internet, yeah. Where? Yeah. And also like web browser, I bet. And YouTube. If you have YouTube, right? You have YouTube? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, dude, we got tons of videos on YouTube. No, I mean and uh, thanks for- two. Mm. What? Go on? Go on. Go on. I
1: don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean?
5: Oh, I mean, like, YouTube, like, uh, for an app, uh, on YouTube, on Scott's phone.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can only use it when I'm near Wi-Fi, but...
5: Okay. But... Right.
2: Yeah. I'm learning where all the
5: hotspots are. Nice. Nice.